Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. What's up, please? What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. Garage with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. No, that's the time. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Goddamn right. Thank God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Oh! Zoot Zoot Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fucking Fireball. Sir. Listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to us. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. I've only come out at night. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants yeah. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Man, no time to practice. Let's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> Correct Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Wubble says he's not listening to this. I wonder if that's because he erroneously believes that I owe him $62 somehow. <laughs> Why? How did this happen? I, 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 this freaking <laughs> dummy goes to the World Series of Poker, and uh, I don't have a piece of him. I said no. I have the proof. I have the pictures, and I have the proof. Sir, we'll see about that tomorrow. Oh, you nut that buying people. Get out of here. He thinks I bought a stake in him, but just because I was... I'm part of a person. Just because I'm in the the, uh, group message doesn't mean I owe you money. Doesn't mean... Yeah, I was in a group message. Doesn't mean I'm going to a Mets game. That's not how it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see you at the Mets game, Pat. (laughs) Yeah, I was missed. You were in the group message, though. I'm surprised you didn't show up. You owe me $26 to take it. What are you talking about? (laughs) And an ice cream. What? (laughs) This is bullshit. There was nothing about ice cream in that message. (laughs) I meant to ask him about that split seven-inch Wobbles. uh, Jimmy Atkins from Jimmy World, but I never got around to it. Thank you. Split seven's worth $62. Yeah. <laughs> Discogs I'm afraid to even pronounce the name of that band. J-E-J-U-N-E. Jejun? Jejun? Jejun, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, that, you know that band? I don't know the band. I know the okay. word. That's <laughs> Brian. Music off checking into the chat box. Kyle, Bob, everybody. Wubbles needs no um, uh, acknowledgement. <laughs> You're listening to Live from the Barrage here on Radio Nope. Correct. We're here every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll be interviewing your favorite guests. Lots of fun to be had. Big fun. Yeah, stick around. It's going to get wild. Stick around. <laughs> Things are going to go nuts in yeah, here. Exactly. Going to be absolutely nuts. And we thank Wake uh, the kids. Phone the neighbors. <laughs> you got any gum? <laughs> um, yeah, we should thank... Brad Weissenberger and his uh, tremendous show. In fact, the greatest rap show of all time. Uh, tremendous. What's it called here? It's called No, no More Music, music by, by the, the Suckers. suckers. <laughs> 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 On Radio Nope. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was by or for. <laughs> Filling in for Tree Voice. Preemptive strike. strike. Which uh, you cannot hear anymore until it comes back on. Yeah, so exactly. enjoy. Yes. <laughs> Be sure to tune in for that. Sit and spin. Before our show, if you like the hip-hop music, Brad, spinning it for an hour before Life in the Barrage every Friday till Tree comes back from his uh, destination wedding or whatever the fuck. Mosquito bit my head. What? 
A mosquito bit my head. What? Just now. Now my bottom's big. It's itching. Well, I knew I, I caught her on my elbow. Uh, her? Uh, yeah. <laughs> all, all mosquitoes who bite, by the way, are females. Just is so that you true? Know. That is true. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to go there. They, uh, yeah. They, they need... It's too easy. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Exactly. They need the blood for the eggs or something. Mm. So, yeah, they're all girls. And uh, this, 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 this little tart. Well, she 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 done gone up uh, my elbow here in a line like but just like a buffet table. I had one in the bathroom the other day and I couldn't get at it, so yeah. I was trying to hit it with the sprayer. Oh uh, yeah, for the shower. The whole place was like a water park. <laughs> it's like action park in there. Like, the whole room was soaked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a bull in a china shop. This freaking mosquito. I caught. She must have been on the last one. I caught her in the act, and I because uh, she wasn't even moving when my finger got near, and I just splattered her all over my elbow. I hope it was worth it. Gertrude. A buddy of mine used to pinch them and hold them in. Mm. Oh. What, like inject himself with whatever was in the mosquito? He'd catch a mosquito on him, he'd just pinch it and hold the uh, <coughs> incisor in. Yeah. And, uh, and then they'd, they wouldn't be able to stop ingesting and then uh, explode blood all over oh, his arm. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. the other, that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's in a mental hospital now. <laughs> <laughs> Along with your friend who smells everything, your hands are. <laughs> smells like Doritos. Smells yeah. <laughs> it's like corn chips. Here's here's ten dollars. He <laughs> smells it. So we thank those guys, and uh, of course, oh, live in the barrage uh, on Radio Nope. At n- the nine o'clock hour, we're going to be interviewing Doctor Rob Davidson. Excuse me, Doctor Robert. Doctor Rob Davidson. Come on down, buddy. You're the next contestant on. Let's uh, try to swing the <laughs> Congress to the left. He's a congressional candidate for the second congressional district in western Michigan. You can go to robforthesecond.com and uh, see him there. Also, crowdpack.com. He's got a crowdpack uh, political action committee thing on there. It's kind of like a Kickstarter GoFundMe thing I was checking out. I guess that's legal. We'll find out. Uh, Not violating any campaign finance laws there, I don't think. Right, Rob? If you are, don't still call in anyway. (laughs) So we'll be talking to Rob at 9 o'clock. That's about an hour from now or 50 minutes from now. We're going to be excited to talk to him. I I am. I, I love the, all that crap. And there's so much going on in the world of politics. We have no shortage of things to talk about right now. You had Trump attacking uh, William Levitt. Who's that? <laughs> the guy who founded Levittown. What? <laughs> Why? Because there's no basement? He's <laughs> at a Boy Scout troop graduation or some horse shit. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> some such horse shit. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, and he's like. He's like, and I saw William, William Levitt, and he was, and he was very sad. And, uh, and he said to me, I, I lost my momentum. Lost my momentum, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that happened, Mr. Trump. Right. Levittown is a town in Long Island. <laughs> and, uh, they don't have any basements. <laughs> First planned community. So no bands came out of Levittown. <laughs> what are you talking about? Eddie Money's from Levittown. The, exactly. Eddie Mahoney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's a well, he was a, he was a, Yeah, he was a crooner. He's a singer. He didn't have to. He's uh, a cop. He didn't, he didn't have to, he didn't need a band. He just sang it to the mirror and became Eddie Money. Hi, Ryan. Ryan hey. Patrick are here. Nice. How are you guys doing? Yeah, he just used to sing cover songs at the bar, and then they put him on Johnny Carson one day, and that was it. That was it. Rise to fame. Is that what happened? Uh, no, oh. I just made that up. You just made that up? <laughs> yes. It's a bar in a garage. <laughs> Alternative uh, facts. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Ryan's here. Pat's here. We're all here. Tommy's coming in later with uh, Joe Latex is going to sit in with oh, us. Wow. Hey. I think I Pete's like coming guy. in. We'll talk to Mario eventually later. Sounds Hopefully like much fun. later. Yeah. And uh, who knows what his deal is. Last week, Mario came here. He got all upset at me that the show was already over. He told me he wasn't coming to the show. He shows up on the show. This is Mario. 
he he says he's not coming somewhere, and then when he shows up, he yells at everybody that the party's over. Hmm. I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? What time did we end last week? Like 10.45? <laughs> yeah, no. something like that. No, it wasn't even that early. Yeah. No. I don't know. It was like 10 past 11 or something. Hmm. Whatever it was. This guy thinks the world owes him a favor or something. We don't end the show. The show ends itself. Then he came here with his brother and stuff, and I felt bad because I was sitting here like trying to get the show up to edit before I went away and stuff. I'm like, whatever. So who knows what's going to happen with that guy tonight. I entertained him. Don't worry about it. Speaking of which, are you going to take a night off anytime soon? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's it's, summer for crying out loud. It's been dictated by the guests here. And uh, and we've got to get all on the same page here as far as booking. Yeah, well, that's all going down in the like website. A, it's like a clown car. <laughs> I want to take a permanent break. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of that? <laughs> Six-foot break. I've had it. It's not even a bit. I'm done. I'm done, dude. Over it. Uh, so the only, the only thing keeping me going is the uh, fantastic caliber of guests. This is correct. Otherwise, I would have quit long ago. Thank you. I might quit right now. <laughs> what do you think of that? All of a sudden, I'm depressed. Save, save it for the air, Patrick. <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking to Mario also later and Ryan, because Ryan and I went up to Pennsylvania this week. Pennsylvania. I missed all this this, yeah. tr- this Trump news. I kind of just passed through. Right. I left my family with you. Yeah, good idea. Did you hear what yeah. happened? Did you enjoy them? <laughs> Did uh, I hear what happened? <laughs> Wait a minute. Nothing's been presented to me under those terms. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who what? did what to who? What oh? Um, well, there was a BB gun up there. Let's say. Okay. You didn't hear this part? No. You didn't hear? This? I'm aware of the BB gun. Oh man, maybe your wife didn't tell you this. No. To, to protect you. Did somebody get? Uh, no. No one. Out? No somebody one got, got hurt. Got, no somebody one got, got hurt. whacked. Did Mario Manzanonzo get two in the <laughs> two in the back of the head? Two zooms in the chest last <laughs> Thursday. No. Um, well, there was a BB gun up there, right? Yeah. Would you agree with that? I agree. A BB rifle. Mm-hmm. So take this BB rifle. It was a nice one, too. It was a nice one. And uh, no one knows where it came from. <laughs> and, uh, Santa. <laughs> um, we had, a, we had a, a gun safety course, my children and your children, uh-huh. before we uh, attempted to fire said firearm. In who the, who, who gave this course? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think there's anybody qualified to give that course. I, uh, well, you you would be correct, my friend, because uh, hey, I have no, I have no uh, guidance for my kids. I taught my kids how to drive on this trip. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Me too. I taught my son how to drive a car. Um, yeah, well, maybe I shouldn't tell you this. Oh, it's too late now. Oh, uh, you have to Come tell on. me now. Stop stalling. So anyway, uh, if I'm going to be mad, I want to get out of here now. You know, <laughs> you shouldn't be mad. I already yelled <laughs> at your kid and um, my she, kid. Yeah, well, it's well, listen. Let me tell the story. I'll tell you what. Go I, on. Pull up a chair, my friend. So anyway, um, we t- we talk about how you know always treat the gun like it's loaded. Blah blah blah. It's a one shot rifle and all this stuff. Keep it pointed towards the air. All that crap. So my kids shoot. Then your kids came out. We get we went through the gun safety course again all the, for the, the standards for right? the late comers. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so I got. Uh, I think Emma shot once. Okay, she might have hit something. She was fine. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Audrey, I, I think, was a uh, shooting. And um, <clears throat> you know the safety's on. She's holding it up. We're about. We're about to go. Mm. It's go time. It's we're seconds away from the safety being released. And uh, her firing the weapon. This is a high-powered BB gun Just rifle. so the audience knows, I'm laughing through all this under <laughs> my breath right now. 
This is a high-powered BB gun rifle. Like you, know, like you take a squirrel's yeah. head off and the squirrel next to him. It was the second most expensive one they had. I, I don't know where it came from, man, but I'm just saying. This thing went through schools. <laughs> hey, it was armor-piercing BBs. It, armor, they are hollow-point bullets. <laughs> it, it, take a, it takes a wild turkey's gizzard off from 900 yards, this thing. This thing will go through you and the rest of your family. Anyway, so just as that's about to happen, your, your daughter Emma... I knew it was going to be Jumps up, because we're looking in the sight, and we're looking at the gun, jumps up with her face right in front of the barrel like this, smiling like this. Oh! Like going, hey, everybody. Like her face is right in front of the gun. That's not And good. I grab the gun. No, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, did she cry? Uh, she started crying. I said, get inside! <laughs> everybody get inside! <laughs> good. Fun's not crazy. So she started crying. Home. She went upstairs. She got a little scared. A little later on, I went up, and uh, I told her I didn't mean to yell and stuff. And then, uh, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> all that crap. But I yeah, because so, I care. Uh, what, the, what I meant to tell you, Ryan, is that uh, I almost blew your daughter's face off. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was sitting around all day thinking, man, that, how badly that could have gone and how badly I felt. It went away, like, after a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I got over it. Hey, at least she was just trying to bring a little levity to the situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this big goofy grin on her face, like smiling <laughs> from ear to ear, right in front of the barrel of the gun. I'm like, no! Oh my god! Thank God the safety was still on at this point, yeah, so it yeah. wasn't really any danger. Yeah, she should know better. Last yeah, time man. I pointed a gun at her, she, uh, you know. Like, she didn't put on a big silly <laughs> smile. She did what I told her. She sounds like Dennis Hopper in True Romance. <laughs> Yeah. She uh. gave me the whole Sicilian speech once about my heritage. Uh, right. Scott's saying always keep it pointed towards the ground. Hey, what's going to happen? I'm going to shoot it in the air. I'm going to hit a bird. Hey, it's a free spin. <laughs> pointed towards the ground. It's all rocks. Oh, That's so where It's, it's going to ric ricochet off the rocks and hit me in the face. I'd rather go up in the air. What are you talking about, Scott? So, so before I left, I left. <laughs> it's all granite and shit. <laughs> I left Monday morning. I went straight to work from the Poconos Monday morning. Before we left, uh, before I left, Sunday night, you built this target practice range. I did. And we didn't, it was too dark to use the gun, so instead we just threw rocks at it for about <laughs> yeah. an hour. We, we got into throwing rocks like at Once it. every like, 10 minutes, somebody would hit something and it would be the biggest like, celebration. Like Barton Millhouse go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's throw rocks at junk. But it was like nine people throwing rocks at it. <laughs> this was just a bunch of, when Ryan says I built a gun range, it was just a bunch of junk hung on string. Like right. I, I lashed a tree I, against two other trees. I, I mentioned it, it, was, it looked like the Blair Witch of garbage. Yeah, it was just a bunch of garbage, really. <laughs> and we were shooting that and throwing the rocks at it, hitting it in a slingshot with marbles. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I messed up. I messed up on the oh. pointing the gun in the air part of the gun safety, Scott. I'm sorry, but uh, you know everything else I got right. I was completely sober. I was <laughs> still drinking, drinking involved. Let's move on to the zip line. <laughs> no, no, you didn't go zip lining, did you? No, we had like oh, this we had like a little one, little one. In there. Somebody hooked up the between two trees going down the hill, and it was like right next to. Uh, the shed. So if you just kind of wiggle the wrong way on the way down, you're going to go face plant into this thing. And uh, somehow we decided it's going to be funny from this point forward that whenever somebody comes down, everybody just keeps like hurling wiffle balls at them. Yeah, this is not like some college party either. These are little children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I think we uh, taught them how to do a keg stand this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> this is not some frat junket where they're throwing balls at small children. Just whipping like the person comes down the zip line. All of a sudden, it's like double dare or something. You just see like a hundred <laughs> balls come at them. It was great. Smash into a tree. Worst episode ever. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So gun safety tips from live from the brush. 
don't point it at your twin sister. Don't stand in front of the gun. And number three, always point the gun at the ground, according to Scott. <laughs> That's the new one. We just added that, penciling that in. Never put a handgun in your, in your belt where it points at your wiener, like in the movies. Uh-huh. Especially if you're wearing uh, sweatpants. <laughs> 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 Got to get rid of this thing. <laughs> Who was that football player? Plaxico. Plaxico Burris. Yeah, don't wear sweatpants to the club and shoot yourself in the leg. Yeah, let's just, you know what? Let's just skip that one altogether and just change it to don't wear sweatpants. Yeah, how about, the, how about you wear all the sweatpants you want, just don't carry a gun around? Mm, yeah, that's true. No, there's no, there's many ways of interpreting this. Nip it right in the bud. Uh, See, the forefathers carrying... had a really difficult time doing <laughs> yeah. this type of thing. It's no wonder it's still being misinterpreted. How about... Carrying a gun and not wearing pants. Is that okay? That's fine. If, if there's any time to not wear pants, it's when you have a gun. The ultimate defense. Try and say something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what? Yeah, I don't need your rules, man. Are you a cop? This Trump's America. <laughs> I don't have to wear pants and, anymore. I got a gun. There's a five-year-old girl snowflakes. walking down the street pointing at you. What are you, a cop? It's with a big revolver and no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, everybody! Every Thank day you. of the year. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Beth Magoo on the chat box is more creeped out by Scott being a gun expert than John not knowing point of gun protocol. I know everything about. It. I, I messed up one thing. Point down, up. Who cares? <laughs> There's nobody around. I got a gun. Did you teach? I got a gun. I do whatever the hell I want. What are you a cop? Did you teach my kids? Got any gun? Don't ever point a gun at anything unless you plan on killing it. I didn't teach him that because yeah. we didn't. You know, I, we were just going to shoot a can, man. Kill that can. Did you, you should have took my kids out and killed somebody. That's what she should have done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they can't be convicted. <laughs> we'll drive by shooting with the golf cart. I'm pretty know? sure it's still illegal for me if I, if I make that happen. Mm. Yeah, they, they charge you with the murder there. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, that's a drink. <laughs> you just kill those two people. What are you, a cop? What are you? Yeah, right. you it's your problem. My, I was standing my ground. <laughs> what are you, a cop? <laughs> hey, a cop, Paul? A BB gun. Did you ever hear such a thing, Paul? So he gives me one of these, you know? Uh, uh, what would you kill him for? <laughs> I said, uh, what are you, a cop? Uh, Rob Davidson, Dr. Rob Davidson, at the 9 o'clock hour here on Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. We'll be talking to him. He's a co- congressional candidate for the 2nd Congressional District of Western Michigan. And uh, he's, we're going to have some fun times with him. You know, pick that guy's brain. Mm. Get right in there. <laughs> yeah. I want to I know what, he, what his feelings are on uh, BB gun control. I, I want to know what he thinks of William Levitt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told my boss. Uh, what do you think about Robert, Robert Moses there? <laughs> <laughs> I told my boss he was going to be on tonight, and he said, is he a Democrat? Really? I don't remember booking your boss. Uh, he says, is he a Democrat or Republican? And I say, he's a Democrat. Says, oh, what fun is that going to be, then? <laughs> you guys should have a Republican. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. I will have anyone on. <laughs> Please email me at livefromthebarrage at gmail.com, and you'll be on the show. Congratulations. You're a guest. <laughs> Call it in. That guy. You're on the show. In. You show up here, you're in. In Calling wood, in at 9 p.m., sender of email. He's in the wood chipper party. <laughs> By the way, next week we should be, since we're talking about guests, uh, we should t- talk about um, next week is uh, uh, legendary coach Dan Gable. Gable. And after that, we have Noel Monk, author of the Ooh. Van Halen book, Running with the Devil, which I am reading now. Um, he was a tour manager for Van Halen from, you know, what, late uh, 78 to 85, I believe? Mm. Sure. 
something like that. And you're, that's, you're the one reading the book. Listen, yeah, man, exactly. I have to go back every time. I'm like, who's Mr. Johnson? You know, I know think, so much about guns. It's a little bit no monk. <laughs> I'm just flipping through the books and I, I, these books. I tell you. You get to, like, I, I forget who everyone is. And I'm like, who the hell's Dave? And I have to go back, like, 60 pages and find his dumb ass. I'm like, oh, that guy. Diamond oh. Dave. Oh, Diamond David Lee Roth. <laughs> I'm reading the Van Halen book. Who's Mr. Roth? <laughs> Wait a minute. This book has nothing to do with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no Izzy at all. I thought that was just a par for the course. <laughs> when are they going to find Izzy? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> it's so Izzy. Where could he be? <laughs> Where in the world is Izzy Stradlin? <laughs> I'm enjoying the show. I'd be happy if we stopped the show right now. Yeah? Yeah, I'm enjoy- I've had fun tonight. Like already. for good? Yes. Well, for the night. Mm. Just tonight. Oh, well, we're yeah, about we'll to get hit by a plane, so. These <laughs> <laughs> planes are flying over close. Mm. It's because of the U.S. Open. Arthur Goddamn Ashe. Jenkins. All right, Brian, your wish is my command. All right, don't forget, next week, See ya. we got Coach. What's his name? Gable. Dan Gable, <laughs> coming in next week. Apparently, we can't end the show. We have guests. Coach yeah. Lombardi. I love the guests. I'm, you know, I'm excited about these high-caliber guests. This show's going places. I'm just worn out. I wish I could just quit my job. That'd be great. Mm. Or just not work on Fridays and, or Saturday mornings. I went straight from Pennsylvania, Ryan. Um, I came home. Mm-hmm. I changed. Uh, no, I didn't even change my shoes. I didn't change anything. I packed a bag and I went straight to work. Oh wait a minute! You came. You wore, home. Those, you wore those BB riddled shoes to work. That's right. I was, you, I was filled with holes. You came home and you came home first and then went to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went straight to I work. I went straight yeah, to work, my friend. Yeah, but then did you work sixteen hours and a midnight? No, you did not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just got home. I'm so tired. But the audience never you wants did, to hear about 16, me being tired. You did a right? double shift when you got back. Double? Yeah, I did a double, <clears throat> and then I do this and I go back in the morning. Fucking sucks. I don't want to cry and complain and whine uh, on I, the air, but Jesus Christ, I'm fucking tired. I worked five days so far, so I'm working this weekend too. Ryan's kid shot John with the BB gun, and John said, "Ah, you missed me." And then he drank water out of a ladle, <laughs> and then water just all shot out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I have is riddled in BB gun hole. Wait a <laughs> oh no, that's just that's just the Swiss cheese. I'll I'll take that for my sandwich, thank right? <laughs> I'm drinking water out of it. Because there was a well up there. A barrel of a ladle. Where does water go? It's plum gone. It's a weird it's a weird place up there in that Pennsylvania. It's like kind of a strange town. You know, with the economy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Should ask Rob about that and what he thinks about all these like, uh, you know, decrepit towns with the, the barn roofs falling in and all that shit and all those people going, ah, you know, Trump will bring back. He's going to send somebody over to fix my barn Trump roof. Trump will build my barn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forthwith. The guy's still standing outside waiting with the, all the tools. Mm. He'll be here any minute. Here He'll comes get, Trump. Get Joe from inside with the plywood. <laughs> See the shakes. Mm. I mean, you know. I don't know. All these people went out and voted for him. These are the people who vote for him. The people that were like hanging out with up there. Not hanging out with, but the people who were living, <laughs> living next to and all sorts of this nonsense. And I don't see anything changing up there, my friend. No, nope. sir. We'll talk to no, Rob. Sir. Maybe Rob's going to get in there and change. The guy he's running against, and I, I don't have his name handy. He I think it's Charles o- Manson. Always wins. <laughs> he's a, by at least like 60% of the vote. So 
Rob's got his work cut out for him. I see you came home with double live Gonzo. I did. I went to I went antiquing with Ryan. Mm. We went to one antique shop and I bought double live Gonzo by Ted Nugent, which was the only good album they had. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the rest of the weekend, I walked around with Stranglehold in my head. <laughs> he really is an ugly man. Here it is. Stranglehold. All weekend. Every morning I would get up. Kids didn't get get stranglehold. I'm walking around the house singing at the top of my lungs. And they're like, we don't get, we don't understand what that is. <laughs> Knock it off. <clears throat> it's my vacation. You're embarrassing us. Go shoot yourself in the face. You got me in a stranglehold, baby. Like, shut up. <laughs> I will not. I will not be silent. You didn't buy any antiques, right, Ryan? No, but I did show up as a gift for you. Two gifts. Oh, you did? What is? Yeah. What are these things? Oh, you these, had are, uh, these are these uh, are whiskey decanters. Well, let's tap on them for the audience. Yeah, well, they're not full though. That's the only thing. But you know, that's what they are. Because well, I noticed you have a little bit of an empty space. I'll back explain there to you what these things look like. You have uh, on the left a clown, ceramic type clown. Right. I think he looks ceramic. like he's a shriner. He's he's, he's wearing a, what? He's, he's wearing a fez. fez. He's a lefty. He's got a ukulele. He's right? got a two-string banjo or something there. He's and got he's, a brick wall behind him like he, the Ramones. He's got a patchwork of uh, clothing, a giant bow tie, clown makeup, and a Shriner's hat. And uh, he's a, he holds whiskey. And then next to him, you have some sort of a down-on-his-luck cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one says he's an Australian. That old hombre has seen some rough times, I'll tell you. <laughs> he's Australian? Yeah. But he might be a cowboy still. <laughs> you can be Australian and a cowboy. Yeah. You know, this is free country. And he also holds booze, right? He's mm. holding a bag with all He's his got possessions a of in dead it. Dead animals at his feet. He's in Australia, they, in his Australia they, they actually do call cars steal horses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very nice of you, Ryan. Thank He's you got for a those dog gifts. And a sheep, this guy. Yeah, so that's for you. Uh, they, uh, Beth wants to see because that's right up Beth's alley with the uh, the kind of strange folk art there. All right. Let's take a picture of that and uh, get right know. on that. Put that on the website for Beth. Yeah, I like them, man. They're cool. Let me. Can I touch one? <laughs> They're yours. Mine? Oh, good. So, I can do Billy Ray's vase. I can put like, all the little trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Does this bother you? Does this bother you? <laughs> Who'll be putting their cools out on my floor? <laughs> <laughs> ah, smells of booze in Is there. Is there still a, a trickle in there? Yes, there's a wee dram, my friend. Yeah, it's still stinks things like drambuie or some See, shit. I, I made sure I got you an empty <laughs> bottle. <laughs> hey, uh, who's seen my... my uh, Cowboy filled with drambuie, <laughs> goddammit. These kids are into my liquor cabinet. into my booze. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my Australian. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Australian outbacker from it's the... been drinking out of my Australian. Early 1900s, you <laughs> idiot. You're no son of mine. I want that filled with Kahlua by noon tomorrow. Stat. <laughs> 99 bananas. Oh, the Shriner hat comes off the... Mm. Off the of the clown here. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, wasn't expecting the haircut oh, yeah, to be that's... totally flat. Like, yeah, exactly. That smell in here. Mm. Ooh, okay. that, that smells like that's uh, half. You take, you take the hat off, he's got a full Larry Fine. <laughs> <laughs> half basement, half vodka. Nice. Like Dusty Basement. <laughs> Who is Dusty Basement used to play bass for ZZ Top. <laughs> King Kong Bundy wrestled him in the 70s. <laughs> Tom's got a heart attack. <laughs> 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 this is the stupidest shit. <laughs> Tom. 
picture and oh. talk to us. <laughs> uh, what a bunch of clowns. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Live from the Roger on Radio Nope. Everything's off the rails. And uh, we're all tired of doing the show. Call in, 718-577-2716. Yeah. Uh, who's this? Oh, it's Pete. Oh. I know that guy. Pistol Pete. Let's take the quickest break ever. We'll be back. How about that, Ryan, since you're busy playing yeah, on your I phone? Yeah, because I need to. Well, I'm trying to post that picture. Oh, that's I know. <laughs> <laughs> and where are those pictures I was supposed <laughs> to see? <laughs> Two. Don, Two. Is Don on the phone? We'll be back. Here's brand new seminars. It's a Radio Nope world premiere. Is it? Nice. This is a Radio Nope world premiere. Thank you.
be this a house of conga drums Scat borrowed lines from another time And every last soul in the last exit hole Wants to take me back, take me back with him Living in a walk-in closet The carpet cloth, the cat has had shots A sad, sad listing in the pages of To me the state agent is just starting out Silkworm, Slave Wages. Before that, we heard brand new, uh, what did we hear? We heard brand new Gold Farmers. Correct. Stop it. Shut yeah. it back. back. Um, <laughs> just keep on coming. Brand new Gold Farmers and, of course, brand new seminars. Radio Note World premieres for everybody. All around. Good job, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Back here live from the Barrage, and uh, we're here with a whole full crowd, except for, I don't know, there's one guy missing, I forget who he is. Someone's on, oh, coming. We have Tommy Rockstars here. Hey. Yeah, let's say make sure everybody's mics work. Uh, we have uh, Ryan. Yeah. Pat. Hey. Pete. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. There's a guy I work with who says who says that every day. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, Hello. Like, God, what, wanna, is he a Muppet? I want to punch him so bad. He's just, he's just got nothing. Anyway. Nobody listens to that. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is down at the end? Joe Latex is the famous band Latex yeah. Generation. Yeah. That's right. Also of uh, JWN Photo. He's, he does a lot of things. He does puzzles. Puzzles. <laughs> he do puzzles? He paints on the wall. 
He does. A, he re- redoes the kitchen. He do, he's just not just from latex generation. He also runs and does man, yoga. No one trick pony. Yeah, he friend. runs. He does yoga. Man. He doesn't eat animals. That's right. No. And um, I hear he drinks the whiskey. He, st- he still yes. drinks the whiskey though. Oh hmm. yeah. Maybe that's what I should do. Give up eating animals. There's and, a trade-off there. Yeah. If you run three miles, do an hour of hot yoga, then you can drink yourself silly. Run three miles and do an hour of hot yoga. You, uh, well. During. I mean, that's, oh. Well. No, not during, but yeah, it's pretty. Uh, Wait, if you today, want, today w- that was my relaxation, like having fun. I went and ran <laughs> in the Karen <laughs> Park great. for three miles, and then went to a yoga studio in in Midtown Manhattan, and basically um, listened to a lot of people yelling at me. What is it like? Some what kind of mean? cult? Like you can go anywhere? Like you have like a yoga pass? You could take it anywhere yoga to yoga across world. the country? For the, no, like, dude. Hey guys, I'm here it's for the an, people. It's like that free one, or it's an app. I've got an app. Yeah. What's, oh the, yeah. what's the it's app? Called, it's called Mind Body. Okay. And then uh, there's yoga studios that are all on it, and then I could just kind of go and pay whatever the cost of the oh. classes and the show up. Mind Body Connection, Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. John Sarno. I'm telling you, this back pain's it's all in your head. It's all in your head. It, it, it's all mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely um, there. There are elements of cult-like uh, <laughs> things going on there, but it's it's all Gotta good. Change your life. I got a book for you. <laughs> so are you saying a night of drinking, you have to run three miles and do hot yoga for one night? Well, that's, that's what I did trade-off? today. That's what I did today knowing I was coming here. What's the minimum um, I could do? The minimum you could do? <laughs> yeah, to, I'm to, like, to you o- can join. offset the night of drinking. I'm trying to uh, finagle my way on Monday. Finagle. Uh, finagle my way on Monday. This is Joe Latex from uh, North Carolina, by the way. With uh, Leah, who's Tom's fiance, to uh, to go to some Russian baths for the day because ah, apparently, if you just sit in a room that's really hot and sweat, you can pretty much get the same amount of uh, calorie calories burnt. Really? That's yeah, you I sweat hear. out the toxins, man. Yeah. So no, but that's just water. We do that every it? week in this barrage, John. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, listen, if you drink in here every night, I think you would be okay. John, yeah. man, I'm I'll, on top. I'll go. I'll drink here in the barrage and then go upstate and work on the house. I got to tell you, like. I feel like shit when I wake up there, but yeah. then I start working, and that's the only way to get out. You know? Yeah, you got to get the blood moving, man. You got to mm. get those muscles moving. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get all, the, all the fluids got to go. And I t- working it feels good, and then when you're done, you want to J-O. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best hangover cure, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm a real man. Now I need something to, to – Rob, uh, Dr. Rob Davidson is a congressional candidate from Western Michigan. He'll be calling We're going to talk to him about J-O? <laughs> no, that's why I changed the subject. You go blind, doctor. <laughs> God, we got to be serious here. Oh, <laughs> we, have a, we, have a, we have a real guest. Doctor, I have a problem. It's like a regular guy. Doctor, my hands are hairy. <laughs> oh, boy. Have you ever been so hungover that you just can't? Never. Never? No. Oh, my goodness. Pete says that with oh. such diligence. Yes. Cause I'm, I'm jealous, Pete. That's my you know, go-to. This that's is my your go-to? What, having sex? Uh, well, that's I'm, your thing? I'm, I'm <laughs> with himself. I can't hear it. That's, um, it. that's my thing. It's my thing. Clears, my the, clears the evil. <laughs> that's what I do. It's like burning sage. I think Pete just got his first sound drop. That's my specialty. <laughs> Mark it. Marking it down. You're listening to Live from the Broad here on Radio Nope at the 9 o'clock hour. I'll be talking to Dr. Rob Davidson, congressional candidate for Western Michigan. Thank you. Second district. Don't try to vote in that first district because that's not the right one. What are you, a cop? Ha <laughs> 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 ha! How about those drums? Wait, I have some... Uh, here we go. Pat, I got some index cards here. Oh, boy. I'm going to throw that. <laughs> 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 what do you, a cap? 
I'm throwing index cards yeah, all over the place. Glass breaking. Come back, so David Letterman. We need you. This crap of uh, Judd Rules who uh, is on late night television is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was good with Norm. Did you listen to that? I that saw great. that. That was I didn't, great. I didn't yeah. watch it yet. It was, I was sleeping with Pat Texan to it's me. Like and an I, never, hour, I didn't so go back to it. It's great. Yeah. He's sleeping with me. That's what, what I'd like to like. text me in the middle of the night. <laughs> Spooning. I know you're the only one up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch the Norm Macdonald Netflix special yet? Mm-hmm. Yes, that was excellent. I, I, I got amazing. about halfway through it. Yeah, it's good. That guy is a, a treasure. And I, I, I feel like, am I alone in feeling like when you watch him, you, you're thinking like, Am I the only one that gets how funny this is? Yeah. Well, I don't think the people who showed up to see him <laughs> paid the money. T- t- I think they probably know. Yeah. They're in on it. No one's going in cold. They're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> they were hoodwinked. I like when he goes to, like, you know, places he's not supposed to be. They thought they, thought they were going to go see that guy in Branson with the puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> puppets. <laughs> Jeff Dum Dum. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Dum Dum. This is an honest <laughs> <laughs> stick. Oh, really? Why don't you put that puppet on a stick? Jerk. Dude, my friend Carla Rhodes. You guys know Carla. She's uh, the, uh she's much funnier than Jeff mm-hmm. Dunham. The fiance of former Life from the Barrage and a guest. And a hell of a puppeteer too. What do you think of that? Oh. She's the next Jim Hanstron. <laughs> Andy Chernoff. She was on um the Gong Show with her puppet. She did a uh, who are we talking about? Carla uh-huh. Rhodes. Exactly. The she was in dro- here. The name dropping continues. No, <laughs> do you remember guest of the show Andy Chernoff? Uh, yeah. His from wife, the dictators. His wife. Yes. His his fiance. Oh oh oh. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. She, I remember her, him talking about her or something. Yeah. Maybe. She was on the Gong Show. She's a ventriloquist. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah? the new gong show, right? The new gong show. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, like, how old is she? <laughs> She's 87. Back in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. She was licking popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> she came on right after Jean Jean the Dancing Machine. Go look at popsicles. Yeah, wait. I have, I have, Tommy, I have tape of her performance. Hold on a second. Hi, I'm here to do a puppeteer. Uh, <laughs> there she goes. She's right off the stage with those I, puppets. I think she got gonged. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think at some point she got gonged. It's called the gong show. <laughs> There's got to be a gong. Yeah, that ready. <laughs> <laughs> the slow gong. That the gong that rings like a John Bonham. The sustained <laughs> John Bonham. Isn't that the guy who has those puppets with the sticks? It's like that. Oh, it's Jeff Donham. It's like the Big Bang Theory with the with the laugh track removed. <laughs> uh, that sounds awful. I like uh, <laughs> I like Jeff Dunham Jr. when he plays with Led Zeppelin. Just the gong, nothing. <laughs> some Gonzo, I some eight-year-old tap dancing. Gonzo can't play without Gonzo. <laughs> I've always wanted to be. Kyle on wants show. me to gong Mario, so as soon as Mario, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be gonging Mario to hype up the Just gong show. Gong everybody, gong him over the head. Double live Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Mario? Uh, I don't have that kid there. Captain, I'm here. Here's him, here's, here's him doing monkey sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. And then he lobbies the gong show for the next 20 minutes about why There's he shouldn't have gone. That was never a gong. There's a cane pulling him off. It was, a it was half a gong. Yeah. And the stick broke. Yeah. Still wants the free hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Mario throws the show in such utter disarray that they start stealing people from other shows to bring them off. <laughs> the guy comes out with a with hook. Match yeah. game. Yeah. Sandman, Sandman comes, comes out. <laughs> you don't want to see that guy. It's curtains for you. Exactly. <laughs> Sandman comes out, Don Rickles. <laughs> Reanimated Don Rickles. Oh, my God. Charles Nelson Riley. Mm. Mario would do well as the uh, the new spokesman for the president. Speaker. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. You see that guy on the cover of the Daily News? Who, the, who, the mooch? No, what do you mean, mooch. that guy? That's <laughs> that the mooch. Just, that's the mooch you're talking about. Mooch. The mooch. You crazy? The that guy. mooch, man. Look at that guy. He's a, he's the mooch is the big news, man. Yeah, man. Don't, Don't even tell me that's in your news because that's... 
Don't blow up my news. No, dude. Yeah. I mean, listen, you have <laughs> what to. What are you going to talk about? You have Priebus? to. <laughs> if, if there's like a nuclear war and we're not allowed to talk about it between eight and nine, then Tommy gets here. Okay, now you, you talk about the <laughs> nuclear war that just happened. I'm pretty sure we can get the Mooch on as a guest at this point. Dude, man, the Mooch does not care, I don't think. He's, he's, Mooch would come in. The Mooch voluntarily called the uh, New York Magazine, right? Yep. Or was it the New Yorker? New Yorker. And uh, just said all that crap on purpose, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand. Did this guy think he was off the record or something? No, then he, right. Then he tweets that uh, it's like, I guess I shouldn't talk to reporters yeah, about you stuff. idiot. Because they're going to print it. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. Right. Um, hello, once. Daily Planet. <laughs> I knew he was a reporter. I didn't know he worked for a paper. I'm Superman. <laughs> Next day, Clark Kent wakes up. Come on. This is, you can't trust these people with anything. No, <laughs> I was telling everybody. <laughs> the beauty of that article, honestly, was like there was this like now this go out there and get me some pictures of the mooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, get off your lazy duff bar. He still doesn't get it. He's like, I'm Spider Man, you idiot. Earn your keep. Yeah, yeah whatever you call yourself, I kids the these mooch. days. Scar- get out there and get me them pictures. Johnson the cigar. Scaramooch. Scaramooch. Dude, there there was this total void. That's whatever a Scaramooch does. Get out oh, there and get me go. them pictures. I don't care if you're Spider Man or not. <laughs> He's still gonna work for a living. The big gunpowder thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the accordion <laughs> cup. <laughs> Dust going everywhere. Yeah. Hold on while I open my bellows. It's <laughs> the closest thing, John. Hey, oh, well, you want to see uh, ten thousand pictures of my grandpa? Stay still, Mooch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Latex. Go ahead. No, please. I was just saying there was this total void that Sean Spicer left, and it fucking got filled so quickly. I was like, yes. Yeah. The Mooch this is, is in the, the greatest house. thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, we just got. It, it, you know, hopefully whoever the Mets just uh, they traded Duda, right? Yeah. So whoever comes, it no, would be not like right, Duda. Yeah, but it would be like whoever comes in is even better. Like that's what I feel like is what's going on it's, right it's, now it's with a, the press secretary. It's the trade it's deadline. It's, it's so a, better than Duda. It's a step the crazier 90s. every every guy. Yeah, it's, well, it's amazing. What's crazy is that he's the, the communications director, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't understand that if he talks to the press, they'll print it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Right. Oh. What do you say, Steve Bannon's? Just I'm trying to suck own my own yeah, cock. Well, Jesus yeah. Christ! He did say that he on the up, record. He yeah. blew up like half his fucking team. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Mm. I feel <laughs> he's gonna. Well, this is another theory that he's trying to. He keeps trolling Sessions, you know, and keeps busting mm. his chops. And Sessions is like, I don't know what that band doing to him. Um, he's gonna. One theory I heard was that he's uh, setting it up so he could fire Sessions. A new Attorney General comes in and fires uh, Mueller. Mueller, or Mueller, uh, wait, whatever that guy, his name. That guy left though. Oh, he's gonna get no, Rudy. Robert he's Mueller is the special counsel. Oh, I see. He's right, right. He's gonna get Trump. Giuliani's in there, man. He's getting yeah. right. He's gonna get, and that's, that's how he's gonna get away with yeah. firing the uh, firing the special this uh, prosecutor, is, this not, is, not prosecutor, whatever. He's gonna get away with firing uh, uh, Robert Mueller uh, without having to actually do it. We should ask our guest this. And he's gonna fire this yeah. Saramucci guy in like two days anyway. This is the most like scene schism administration I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It, it, but you think like it's it's funny if the wheels actually the wheels come off, but then they seem to like not come off, and that's not funny. They're connected by a rope. What do you think, Joel Latex? Do you think anything I, will happen from from this, or they can, can they just at this point go up there and say whatever the hell they want, and nothing will change? The, no one will care. Political analyst, Joel Latex. The sad part, no, no, seriously. <laughs> the sad part is the people that are backing him, and I know these people, and I there's a lot of people where I live that I care about deeply, sure, that I respect as human beings. That will are blindly just following along with what's going on. They they really right. they look at all of the stuff that goes on and they sit there and go, 
he's just fucking around, you know, without saying it like that. But they they really don't fucking care what he's saying or what he's doing. You don't think deep down inside they're embarrassed? No, no, they, they know, don't. They, they don't. No they really just they're no. they're they're like, look at the stock market. That's their excuse. Look at the stock market. <laughs> look at how well everyone's doing right now. And it's like, dude, you could have a fucking Ratatouille could be the fucking president right now, <laughs> and the stock market would be doing great because just the cycle of the economy is in a good place right now. I don't know if it has anything to do with Trump. So little. Yeah, but at the same time. At the but same he's a good businessman. Yeah, <laughs> at, really at, not. at the same time, <laughs> on the other side, you have people who are so outraged, and I, I, I almost <laughs> think, I mean, I don't know if you guys are along with me on this, like, um, on this thought, that all this stuff, like, when he said, let's get rid of transgender in the military, it's a smokescreen. Right. He's oh, just yeah. saying all that shit to, just to get everyone to stop talking about Russia, because that's really... The big problem right now is we have a president who is put into office with the help of a foreign government. I'm convinced he just wants a Russian next wife. Oh, <laughs> and that's the other thing. That's what this like, is all about. It's so much more obvious than like just Obama having a name mm. that sounds a little foreign. Mm. Like this guy marries Eastern French, European women, and he's obsessed with that culture. And they're all like, "Yeah, no, it's no big deal." And yeah. meanwhile, Obama's like his name. His middle name is Hussein. He's yeah. got to be a Muslim. Do you think you if um, the press secretary came out tomorrow and actually attempted to suck his own cock in front of the uh, press corps that there would be any blowback whatsoever? <laughs> not, not one <laughs> in this world. Not one. <laughs> They'd not be reelected. One. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Hold my beer. No, he he was just it was. Watch a, this, you pieces of garbage. I'm missing. It was a goof. I'm yeah, missing really a rib. Trying. Watch. Yeah, and he makes like their wives watch and it's stuff. No one would care. They'd be like, "Oh, he's they're just goofing around. It's all fine." It's not easy to do. Hey, t- tomorrow, I'm gonna kill a priest. It's locker room talk. I'm gonna kill a priest right in front of everybody. Well, he wouldn't do that because the liberals would like that. So no, the the, the, the religious right wouldn't care. They'd be like, "Yeah, I could kill him." A papist. <laughs> The most alarming thing. <laughs> the most alarming thing. Got <laughs> it with your Roman pulper. <laughs> <laughs> the most alarming thing Trump ever said during all of this to me was when he was on the campaign. And he said he could shoot somebody yeah, and yeah. he wouldn't lose any points. And it's because it's true. That's the most alarming thing to me. Like this guy, John, this guy can get away with murder, and nobody that can supports he, him cares. Can he shoot Mario? <laughs> Unfortunately, he misquoted John Lennon. Donald Trump could shoot Ryan's daughter right in the face. John yeah. shot me in the ass a with a BB gun. Gong. Uh, <laughs> All right, your own one. Which keeping track. <laughs> he left. Where is he? Where is he now? His Mario's walking in, and in just a, just a few moments, we'll be talking to Dr. Rob Davids. I think I think Mario needs his own theme music. Has the esteemed congressman called in yet? <laughs> Congressman to be. What show are you on? I rushed here, John, because I, I skipped my well, son's baseball game. Yet. I just said out loud, in just a few moments, we'll be talking to Dr. Rob I Davidson. Was, I was off the air. Yes, yeah, so don't come. Don't ask questions. Yo, Kev, you missed your son's Pass me a note. Baseball game? I did because. Oh, here we go. Here he comes from Betsy DeVos Shh. territory. Saved, saved by the bell. Oh, my God. I just hung up on him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, no. He'll call back. Uh, oh, shoot. Is this a secure line? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the red phone. <laughs> oh, man. He's got the football. Now, if you, meet, if you need me to play the Rob, I just hung up on you by accident. I'm so sorry. I forgot that red meant stop. Red means no. You thought you were turning down my mic. No. Can I call him back? Can I do that? 
Now you can talk. Now it's over. Now you can talk. When there's dead air, you can fill that. I'm very excited. I looked up his pedigree, and I'm happy to be here because even though my son will probably... Have the game of his life, I just said to him, go play baseball, Here sir. Here we go. <coughs> right, let me He's going to hit for the psycho. Let me try this. Yeah. yeah. Psycho. Hello, Ryan. Nobody gives his number. <laughs> Trump's Russia. Hello. Here we go. Hi, Rob. Yeah. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I hung up on you by accident. I hit the wrong button. Apologize. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Professional show. Um, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Am I on the air? Yeah, you're on the air. Can you hear me okay? All right, good. I was, yeah, I hear you fine. I was just listening. I actually remember, remembered to turn it off because oh, I've, uh, I've been that guy before when I called in the radio show, so excellent. I don't want to be that guy already. <laughs> Thank you so much. Dr. Rob Davidson is a c- candidate for the 2nd cr- cr- Congressional District in Western Michigan. Is that correct, Rob? That is absolutely correct. Uh, Rob's an uh, emergency room doctor as well. Whew. He's an MD, and you can go to robforthesecond.com and also visit crowdpack.com to... Uh, Throw him some bucks on there for the the campaign. Can you do that now? You could use like a Kickstarter to, for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. I didn't Crop know you could do that. It's a nice platform. It's a GoFundMe platform for political candidates and for movements. You can also go through our website. There's a donate tab. I'm I'm at a training session right now with the Progressive Change Campaign Committee. So I've gone to some sessions on how to be shameless and asking for money. So if I <laughs> tend to say this over and over, it's just because it's been burned into my brain in the last couple of days. Yeah, it's very hard. My friend Paul Graziano is running a here for city council and uh to go around to people's houses knocking on doors and stuff it's uh, i mean i we, i did it also for bernie sanders it's 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 not something i'm comfortable with or, or i really get used to it you know but you're, i guess you got to do it oh yeah i like i like knocking doors i like talking to people but it's the idea they, they tell you build your list and move out from there and ask your friends ask your family and it's just never anything i've ever done in my life before i've never asked people for money you know i yeah. put myself through med school my parents were, were able to put us through college uh, thank goodness and so we've always been self-sufficient and so it's just a new it's a new world but in order to in order to get elected in the environment that we're in you you do need to raise money now if i'm elected i'm i'm certainly going to pursue an agenda where we can have publicly financed campaigns where we can get the money out of politics so what kind of matching so hopefully fun- that'll happen what kind of matching fund uh, system do you guys have going over there a matching fund? Yeah, you don't get that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh no, man, no. see, my, my in here in, for when Paul's running for city council, he gets if he gets us to a certain number, he gets like six Double. to one or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> like six times. Oh, really? So yeah. that must be because it's a state. Yeah, the state of Michigan doesn't have it either. I'm I'm running for federal office, so it's under the federal right. rules. So basically, it's twenty seven hundred dollars an individual per primary per general. That's that's basically the limit. Um, How'd they come up so with that yeah, number? No <laughs> How'd they come up with that number? Twenty seven hundred. Anyway, like where, where does that come I have from? No idea. They, like a bunch of guys get no together idea. in a room and pare it down, and they, because if it's twenty seven is a weird number, they have to be like, um, you know, bargaining and negotiating. No, oh, it's twenty six. It's twenty eight. Three thousand. Yeah. Meet me in the middle. Yeah, it's like uh, an episode of. Uh, well, you know, I've been on boards before. I've been on committees, so I think committees and boards exist so that they can have another meeting the next time so essentially you have to do something that makes you meet the next time so i imagine they're working their way towards some number 2700 is the bargain and we'll get it settled on a round number someday yeah. this is dr rob davidson we should mention that rob's running for uh, congress in michigan so if you're in michigan um you, anyone could donate to the campaign though into, across the nation anyone who is a yeah any american citizen even people who are listening overseas you have a strong overseas audience as long as they're yes citizens of the u.s they're welcome <laughs> to donate 
excellent. And Rob, uh, I guess I should ask you. I should start by asking you what's your what's your mission? What what are your uh, what are the issues? Where does Rob Davidson stand on the issues? Where do I stand on the issue? I probably should have started with that. My <laughs> uh, uh, guy would probably be upset, but you know, I'm uh, I'm just I'm just a regular guy. Uh, you know, my issues. I'm an emergency doc. I've been doing that for almost two decades, and I'm a father of three kids. Been married for 23 years, and so as an emergency physician, the folks I see. Uh, are coming to me and, and some, sometimes some pretty significant crises in their lives. And, and even when they're not, they're, they're, they're coming to me uh, oftentimes because they don't have a doctor of their own or because they don't have insurance. Or I had one patient who came in at two in the morning with a kid with ear pain. And I asked why she came in at two. She said, well, we share one truck between three families and this is when the truck was available. Uh, so, yeah. so I see these folks and I, and I, and, and I went into medicine because I just wanted to help people. And so when I see this going on and then, then the election happened, and then they started talking about health care. And in Michigan, I don't know how New York, I know New York, I'm sure, uh, had a Medicaid expansion. In Michigan, they called it Healthy Michigan. And in my district, 6,000 people got Medicaid under the expansion. These are, these are people working multiple jobs who just had no other way to get health care. So when they started talking about taking that away from people, and then my congressman actually voted, uh, he was one of the 217 members who voted to take that away from people. Sorry, 219 yeah. who voted to take that away from people. You know, I, I had to get engaged in the process. So I went to a couple of town halls and and I and I got a question. I raised my hand and he called on me and and I, you guys watched all the town halls, I'm yeah. sure. So you saw the people screaming and yelling at people. Well, that isn't my nature. I, right. I'm uh, I try to be passionate, but not be a guy who screams and yells. Because when you, you know you're yelling and screaming with your hair on fire, nobody really listens to you. Yeah. But people just started. One guy actually yelled out from the stand, "You should run in 2018 at the first town hall," and it and it sort of snowballed from there. I had a, enough people in the community come up and ask me to run, or think I should run, maybe you should run it. And it took about a month and a half of of sitting down, looking at numbers, looking at possibilities of actually winning this race talking to my wife many, many times, talking to my kids, talking to my in-laws who are going to be the, the people driving my kids around when I'm not in town. Yeah. And, uh, you know, eventually I got to the point, I said, you know, we all, I mean, I, I, I can unabashedly say what's going on at the White House and in Washington right now is beyond anything I think I could have ever imagined. Um, and, and I think we all should be doing something more if we agree with that. We should be doing something more than we used to do. For some people, that's protesting for some people that's calling the members of Congress. And for me, it just turned out that means I'm going to run for Congress and try to replace them. Do you take this, uh, when you see these patients come in and everything and um, they can't afford health care and you take care of them, do you take this, do you take it personally? I do. Now, one of the things I love about emergency medicine is we have a federal law, and, and you were talking about the Moots earlier, and the Moots tweeted this out the other day. <laughs> the Moots. Yeah, I um, love that we're actually yeah. calling him that for real now. Yeah, well, that's okay. He wants. To be, although I'm from uh, I'm from Michigan, so we had the Mooch. The Mooch right. was our uh, the oh, was, uh, Steve Mariucci was the Lions' very unsuccessful. Uh, although he's never had a successful yeah. football coach, <laughs> but we had the Mooch for a while. So I don't want to <laughs> you know kind of smear that name. But anyhow, you know the, the president's new communications director tweeted this out the other day that we decided a long time ago that everyone should get health care. They go to the ER and they get treated. And that's true, and I love yeah. that about emergency medicine. I don't ask people, hey, what can you afford? I don't ask if you have insurance. You right. just treat them. Yeah. If someone's having a heart attack, but the problem is... What a concept. They still get a bill. It costs a lot of money, you know, if you come in yeah. and you have appendicitis, you break your leg, or, or you have, a, I mean, even something minor, it, it costs a lot of money. So it's good that we, we take care of them, 
but then people end up going, you know, 60% of bankruptcies in this country are healthcare-related bankruptcies. Awful. I mean, that, that, those things just aren't right, you know? I just, I think it's so obvious it's not right, and Republican, Democrat, whatever, I, I can't imagine people who can't sit down and, and try to process that and think that's okay. I mean, some people do. Mooch obviously thinks that's okay, but I think yeah. the rest of us hey, the who mooch, aren't billionaires mooch, think that's not okay. Mooch takes care of one guy, the Mooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. I think he's looking out for himself, and now his new best friend. Uh, uh, is uh, it, is, does it stun you that that people could be so, uh, I guess, mean spirited? Is not even a you know, it's not a strong enough word for it, but it could be so callous and and uh, and and awful. Well, does it? Yeah, I guess it does. I mean, it, it it's amazing to me. If no one I've ever known personally in my life has ever been that way, and I've. I mean, I'm I'm close friends with people I went to college with who are people out in these uh, out in out in the Bay Area who have you know bought and sold multiple um, multiple internet startups. I mean, these are maybe not billionaires, but they're certainly up there in the hundred millionaires. These are good people. I mean, one guy I know in particular, he's you know he's on the board of our college where he went to school. He started a he started a scholarship there. He's got students coming from Kalamazoo College out to the Bay Area to do internships with 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 people in the Bay Area in IT and. You know that's what he chooses to do with with the wealth that he has generated, and uh, you know with his hard work. And so I'm, yeah, it, it is really stunning that that people get to that point in life where they they have so much. And and don't get me wrong, I'm a physician. My wife's a physician. We do fine. You know, my, yeah. my kids are good. We're we're good. I'm I'm, I'm I work hard, and I worked hard to get here, and I still have student loans. I'm still paying off. But, oh man, <laughs> you know we're, we're at a how point. old are you? Hey man, it's enough. How old yeah, the guy? enough enough is when I how, what's that? How old the guy are you? How old am I? Yeah. I'm forty six years old. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm glad you're not um younger than me because it keeps happening later. Oh, yeah. More and more. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know when you get I'm amongst to a bunch of millennials right now, so I feel pretty old. Nice. You know when you get to that point where like, you know, um every baseball player is younger than you, that's like, you know, when I feel like <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't watch college football anymore because I'm rooting for a bunch of teenagers. It just seems a little strange. <laughs> yeah, so. it's a little weird, right? <laughs> yeah. When you yeah. said it, when you were talking, I about... gotta do a shameless plug. I did play college yes. football at Kalamazoo College. So if you want to look it up, it's a, it's a powerhouse, a Division three MIAA. We won one game my Ooh. freshman year, and that was our best record in like five years. So that was pretty good. Excellent one game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice job. You're like uh, Al Bundy, still hanging on to that. Yeah. yeah. That, that one great oh, game. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, I met my wife in college, so those were definitely the glory days. She's gotten better with the time, and apparently she says she stays with me because I'm funny. So anytime I get in a bad mood, she reminds me of that. It's not your looks. Right. <laughs> well, you're not funny. I'm here to tell you that, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks. I won't pressure her. Neither is this show, so you're fitting right in. The, um, when, you, when you were talking earlier about how you worked your way through school and you paid your way through school and you did all this stuff, it sounded like this the classic, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of story. Does How, does, how did your um, progressive thinking get shaped out of that? Because I guess, I don't know, I don't know the numbers, but I would say are most people in your field, or most doctors have some money and they probably want to hang on to it. So yeah. I would assume that they yeah. uh, lean right. But uh, what was there a, something in your childhood that shaped the way you... you you uh your politics yeah it's hard i my folks owned their own business for 30 years and they made it we have middle class upbringing and I, I i tell the story and it's true and this sort of says kind of where we were financially we were fine we had you know clean water we had plenty of food we went on a lot of road trips but i went on one flight when i was a kid i was 10 years old and they just opened up epcot 1981 and my parents said you can decide between going to disney world or getting braces so 
my teeth are a little bit messed up, but I went to Disney World when I was 10 years old. Right. So that, you know, there we you were go. comfortable. It was, it was perfectly fine. And, and they were able to afford, with a middle-class uh, income, they were able to afford to send me to college. I did work study. I had a few loans, but nothing bad. And then, and then med school was completely on loans. My wife and I went together, came out of there with probably 150000 in loans, which nowadays, that's nothing. I mean, that is nothing. We're still paying them off, but again, we're fine. And I, I think a lot of it, I mean, a lot of my opinions formed during that time, I think. I didn't think about it much. We weren't a really political household. My parents were, were pretty good Reagan Democrats. I had a big union uh, upbringing with my grandpa who worked for GM. And my grandma died at 95, uh, 94 or five years ago, and she still called it Generous Motors because she still had health care. She still had pension from his time working in the union. You know, and so all of that me as a kid and then I met my wife when we were 19 and and uh you know she's I, I have to I have to say I don't she may or may not be listening um she better be listening but uh, <laughs> you know she just helped me help me just kind of become the person that I am which I hope is a good person I think is a good person but just develop that real strain of empathy and, and caring about other people and and that's frankly why I went into medicine because I was because I wanted to help people and it's it's sort of a classic cliche answer people give when they interview right. from med school. Why do you want to do it? Well, I want to help people. But yeah, I'd say you know most doctors tend to lean right now in emergency medicine. Uh, we're about fifty fifty. It's it's the most uh, most split group as far as you know identifying more as Democrats and more as Republicans. And there was a really good story I saw about a guy in his forties and he had been there for thirty some years. And they, and they followed him around for a day, and they talked about how on any given shift, you're gonna, you can bring a warm blanket to, to a heroin addict or bring a cup of coffee to a, to, you know, to, to a homeless person. And that's just, these are, you know, these are the folks. I don't work in Detroit. I work in, uh, in, in a rural part of uh, Michigan, north of Grand Rapids. But there's a lot of, lot of uh, folks who are pretty down and out. We see a lot of drug problems in our community. And, and so when I'm in the ED... You know, they don't care what my politics are. I don't care who they voted for. 70% of them voted for Trump. I know that, just looking at the numbers. But when they're there to see me, they're just, they're just the person who needs me to sew up their leg or, or who's having chest pain or what have you. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, so I think that really helps define how you think about the world. And so, yeah, ER, it's about 50-50, and that's, that's the only specialty that tends to be pretty much down the middle. And when you say 70% of the people vote, they voted for, for Trump, how does that... You know, how, how, why do you think you could win your district? And it, is it winnable? And what's the motivation? Is it, is, yeah. it a, is it a is it a fresh? Is it are you feeding off the frustration? I mean, it's kind of a bad way to put it of the of like of the uh, people who voted for Trump and have seen no results. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I I, uh, I mean, I want to be positive because I'm a positive guy. My dad was a salesman. He's the ultimate optimist on, on the earth. So. I'll never be that good, but you know, I tend to want to be positive because I am. I, I think we have opportunities that we can do some good things for folks. And I, I don't I don't blame these people because when you listen to everything Trump said along the way, he told people he was going to do things for them that nobody else had been doing for them. And he said, I'm going to bring back your jobs. I'm going to, I'm going to stop these bad trade deals. I'm going to keep you safe. I'm, you're going to, you know, you know the, the, the words he used. You're going to just wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge, all that. Right. You know, well, so when's, if, if when's you're that someone who's happen? looking at, what's that? When's that going to happen? No, it already happened. I think all the jobs yeah, are back. Know, that's why uh, that's, <laughs> all the jobs are back in, in western Michigan, right, Rob? I'm burning it's coal amazing. in my pocket oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, they're all back, right? It's, okay. just, it's huge. It's great. It's, it's huge. Uh, America is, in fact, great. 
<laughs> so it's it's. Uh, I mean, you know, he said he said what people. No one's been saying these folks. I don't. I don't know when the last time people were told these things. Maybe it was FDR and, and the New Deal, but I think this is a big chunk of our society that completely feels left behind. We just heard the numbers today: two point six percent growth in the last in the last quarter of our economy. But where is all that growth? All that growth is in the top one percent or point one percent. The people in my district who I'm who I'm going to be out there working for to get health care, to get education and jobs and all that, those folks aren't seeing two point six percent growth in anything. You know, they're just struggling to 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 get along. So, so yeah, I I don't want to certainly I have no intention of feeding off frustration, but. Right. I think bring to those folks, hey, the same idea. These are the things you, I, I think you need, and tell me what you need. Here's what we're going to work for. Here's how we're going to actually do it. We're not just going to say it. We're not just going to say it over and over and over and over and beat it down like that. We have actual solutions of how we can do these things. While, while you're out there shaking hands, uh, <clears throat> yeah. are you coming across a lot of people that are saying to you, uh, <clears throat> I'm a little bit disillusioned by how everything's turning out, or, um, or is it uh, not quite getting through to people yet because i feel like a lot of people that i know that are real trump supporters uh everything that's happening is just really doesn't make a difference a lot of them i'm not even sure they understand what's happening um but uh a lot of people just seem to be okay with it when uh following his uh his uh, candidacy and his hijinks and his hijinks. Uh, winning the uh the white house uh, are you finding a lot i can of people tell you go ahead i'm sorry are you finding a lot of people that are really saying like this isn't working for me. What do you have? I made a mistake. <laughs> no, I'm not even asking that, and I'm not hearing that. And honestly, the, the name President Donald Trump does not come up when we're having right. conversations because, to me, it isn't about a person or a broken promise or, 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 or getting nothing done whatsoever. To me, it's about these folks and how they're – I mean, these folks, they, they've been struggling with – minimum wage jobs, working multiple jobs, not having health care in, 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 in Muskegon Heights, which is, which is a, a community of color in our district, you know, getting their, their schools nearly closed down by the state, having to go into a deal with the state to have 18 months to get their act together, yet they still, you know, they're still getting money taken away. These folks are just worried about those issues in their life. Yeah. I don't think these people are sitting around thinking about, hey, Donald Trump, yeah. hey, Scaramucci, what are they? I, don't, I wouldn't <laughs> care. I mean, I, if I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to get food to feed my kids and gas to fill up my car. I think I heard the number the other day in this country, believe it or not, in this country, 60% of people could not find $500 if they had a $500 emergency today. I wow. mean, this is reality for these folks. So who do they care if Scaramucci wow. or Priebus is in right. charge or Bannon is doing whatever? They don't care. That has nothing to do with it. So that. that comes to my next question. On a local level, what, what do you think is the most immediate thing you could do if you were elected? What's the, you know, what's the thing that you would concentrate on first, the, the, the easiest? Maybe not, maybe not the easiest path, but the thing you're, the, that you really want to get on top of right away. Well, I think the most I think the most imperative thing is that people have jobs that can pay a living wage. Now, I come at this from healthcare. Healthcare is what got me into this. Healthcare is what I've been living for the past two decades of my life. And so I truly believe that you know, if we if we develop a system in this country where we get to Medicare for all, I think we, we free up people from worrying about paying five thousand dollar deductibles just to go into the hospital. And so they they don't have to have that in their mind when they're laying ba- laying in bed awake at night. We free up businesses from having to pay for health care for their employees. One of the biggest expenses my parents had in their small business was worrying about getting health care for their three or four employees. And so, so to me, that health care piece is, I mean, it's one-fifth of our entire economy. 
And it, like I said, 60% of bankruptcies come from healthcare. It dominates people's daily lives with premiums and copays. If we can achieve that, you know, so that that is that is absolutely my goal to get that healthcare for all. I think uh, you know, another is to invest in education so kids can go on either to trade school or to two-year college or four-year college and not come out of it with such a mountain of debt that a they either don't do it or b they're choosing special they're they're choosing fields of study and eventual you know potential business where they can just make money and they're not doing whatever is their passion you know we should have people doing the job that they can do absolutely the best they should be able to earn a living wage to be able you know when they're doing that job uh, you know and and all of that to me gets to jobs people people that I see who aren't working or people that I see who are working multiple jobs and making minimum wage and can't make ends meet, they just want to be paid a fair wage for a hard day's work. And so if we can, if we can build that kind of economy from the ground up and, and not worry so much about the top 1%, you know, frankly, the top 1% are doing just fine. They don't need any help. Yeah. You know, they're, they're really not paying their fair share for everything they get out of the system. Uh, you know, that's that's how I think we do it. We start from the ground up with healthcare, with education, and, and, and with a focus with all of that on people having. You got the my job. vote, Doc. <laughs> you got Mario's vote. Do- Joe Latex, did you have a question? Uh, yeah, Doctor Davidson. Um, yeah. You're hitting on something. That's... You call me Rob, please. Rob, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless I'm Rob. a doctor. And I Rob, you're. You, this is Joe. Um, you're hitting on something that's extremely close to me. I live in South Carolina. Yeah. I'm here visiting some friends. Um, but I live in South Carolina, very red state. Um, healthcare is the number one issue for my family right now. Um, we struggle. We struggle with the healthcare. The cost of paying for healthcare has gone up so much over the last few years. Honestly, in 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 uh, because of our state's refusal to like work with Obamacare. And uh, and now we're left with one provider. We have Blue Cross Blue Shield. It's extremely expensive because there's no competition left in our state. Um, The thing that I have been fighting for all along is like, why are we the only westernized civilization with no single payer health care system? And how do we sell that to these people? Because it's in their best interest. You break everyone's leg. It's it's in their best interest. (laughs) It's in everyone's best interest to have healthcare as a right instead of a privilege and for some reason i'm voting for you and for, <laughs> for some yeah, reason hey, Joe, why don't you move to west michigan and we can work on my campaign if i just don't understand how we can uh, you know establish with every single human being in this country like healthcare is a simple basic human right why do not? Yeah. Why do they not take it that because way? Why do they you're, you're, think you're, because it's okay? It's un-American. You're just supposed to work harder, Joe. You're supposed to work harder. But these are people that can't yeah. afford. Let's it. find out the answer. <laughs> these are people that can't it afford. Is. It. We, it's, I, I, boy, if I had the answer to that, I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we've got four decades of, of messaging by the by the hard right by the, and it's and it's. Uh, our I mean, it's, our it's state. all the money. It's all the money. The money is. It's the money that's doing it. Where it's, I live, it's, it's big pharma, big medical device, big insurance, and now because we have everyone with high deductible plans and health savings accounts, you know the medical mm-hmm. IRAs. Now big banks are in on it. So all these, all these big corporate powerful or these big powerful money interests, they just keep funding people like my opponent, like like Congressman Heisinger. That that you look at these people's FEC reports. These people have a, you know half a million dollars sitting in the bank in two quarters of their of the brand new Congress. 
and all that money is coming from all of those big interests. That's the and big, so that's how we keep it. That's, that's the biggest hypocrisy. The that's the biggest hypocrisy of all this is these politicians are generally so well off and trying to represent the common man. You know, and, and you, like, yeah. you, like you mentioned before, they don't even have $500 to go to. It's such a disconnect, in my opinion. You know, I, it just... It's, well, it's, 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 it I, is. I, I, I forget who said... Um, I listened you know, to one corp- of my heroes today, Keith Ellison, who's a representative yeah. from Minnesota, yeah, and he's sure. the vice chair of the, of the PNC. And he talked about it. He said, listen, you can't be way up here. He's got his arms in the air. You can't be way up here talking to people about how their lives are. And you can't be to the left and you can't be to the right. You've got to be get down on the ground and talk to the people. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to, in your, you know, and it is even for me as a candidate, I go places and I, and, and this is, uh, I, I'm, I'm reasonably humble, although I have a healthy enough ego to, to want to do this. But people tell you, oh, you're so great. You're so wonderful. You're so great. And and it can it can kind of go to your head a little bit. People telling you how wonderful and amazing you are. Yeah. You know to stay grounded. Now I'm fortunate. I got I got a sneaker story. And I, uh, after that first town hall, people said you should run. I was in the car with my 13 year old son. And if any of you have ever had a 13 year old son or have one, yeah, this oh, yeah. Will I, have one right now. I have one. I'm driving along and I looked over and said, Hey Sam, what do you think? You think I should run? And he says, Well, who would vote for you? <laughs> so to me, having just having that groundedness, but realizing. Why am I here? You hey, know hey, what? Did you what put, is the point of being here if not to serve these seven hundred fifty thousand people in my district right. who are looking to me to somehow make their lives better and at least not actively do things to make their lives worse? I mean, dear Lord, we can at least agree on that. Rob, have you uh, ever heard? Wait, of, wait, time out. What did you do? Whatever you did with your phone, uh, change that. Take your hand off it or something. Thanks. Can you hear me? <laughs> that's yeah. better. Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's hey, beautiful. Rob, Thank you. Whatever uh, you should okay. hook up with a good friend of us, the progressive liberal, and have him come up <laughs> to your state and do some wrestling. We had matches. a we had a wrestler on uh, a couple weeks ago called the progressive liberal. His his bit is uh, he's uh, he's a wrestler in, in Appalachia, and I'm gonna say it like that. His and his gimmick uh, is that he wears like a Hillary Clinton T-shirt, and everyone boos him and stuff. It's, and he it's, says, "Feel the burn <laughs> off the top rope." <laughs> yeah, he's. A, yeah. No, oh, great! What, what is his uh, finishing move again? The, liberal the, the, agenda. The liberal agenda. The liberal agenda is the greatest finishing it's move. Great. So, of so all I think time. Mario thinks you should team up with a wrestler. I Probably so. not the best idea. A I think tag Rob, team right there in Wisconsin, in Michigan, would do, <laughs> would do a great job. I, I think, think get, Dr. Rob Davidson is doing is going to do fine on his own. Rob, I you, wish you the best. What What do you think well, are now, your do chances? Do you think in that guy? he would endorse me? That's the question. A hundred percent. Seek that endorsement. How much money do you need? Would I have to wear a unitard or no? I'm not. Yes, you have to wear that goes over one shoulder. The Indian wrestling is healthy. I mean, I do try. So I've often thought of buying a unitard, but mostly I just stick with like the the the, uh, the Mandex and, and the normal shirt. But you know, I mean, now I'm turned they on. They tell me here I have to be shameless. So do it. Uh, find them. Look them up when you get off air and uh, okay. Team up with him. I think it would make a is it, bold move. Is it tough being uh, you know a handsome guy, an ER doctor? You run triathlons and you've been with the same woman since you were 19 years old. Women must be throwing themselves Bad at them you. Oh, is it tough? You know, so I sneak these things in. I'm trying to think of what else I've done <laughs> that might be really impressive to you guys that I can talk about without actually. Do you do about. yoga? <laughs> do yoga? I do yoga? No, I tried yoga once, oh. and I can't touch my toes. So. Uh, oh well, you're you're not as a that comes good on the third time. Bannon. <laughs> the third time, well, I got to do it two more times. Then. Steve, did you know Steve Bannon could touch his own toes? <laughs> well, I heard something about something he could do. I would imagine touching your toes would have to be a necessary part of that. So I don't know. <laughs> Can right, he touch his own toes with his fingers, or is that his stomach? Yeah, well, we'll find out <laughs> on, on the next episode of White House. <laughs> Uh, so many questions. People have a lot of emergency room questions for you. Like, what's the craziest thing you ever saw oh, in the emergency room? Oh, Jesus. We got some softball stuff, you know? 
some softball craziest thing. Oh, Lord, I don't know. I can't talk was about it. Was it when the guy got... I did see a, oh, you're, you're uh, violating the oath. Hippocratic oath? Well, no. I mean, when I was a resident, I worked I was up in Portland, Maine, and it was a level one trauma center. So we saw some crazy types of trauma that, you, you know, you never want to see. Uh, again, you don't even want to think about it. But, it, I mean, I, it's like I got ran over by a train, but it... it it took off an arm and a leg, and that was it. And, oh. and he was awake talking to us. Oh, and, God. And he lived. He lived. You I, know, we saved him. We, 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 we resuscitated him, got him to surgery. He walked, you know, did he walked you go to the hospital with a crutch. I mean, literally, he... I thought so, you were going to tell a story. So would probably be right up there. Did you charge him half price? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half price. Resident. So we just, we just did what we had to do. And, you know, fortunately, you know... The paramedics and people getting to us early, and then the trauma team, everything uh, was taken care of. Is it shift work? Is that tough? Does that take? Uh, I heard it takes years off your life. I work a midnight shift uh, two days a week, and it's it's like a split shift. Yeah. You, or are you on just days? Are you like um, you're like? Hey, no, I work, work mostly nights. I work uh, I, I work mostly nights. I work a couple of days shifts a month, but I, I started working nights back when my kids started in school, and I got an eleventh grader now. So really, probably for the past 10, 11 years. And and that was also, now this is another thing I do that will impress you guys. But, no, it was really so I could go and volunteer my kids' school. I could be in their lives. My wife's a doc. She works three days a week in the office. And so just for our family dynamic, work and nights worked out better. And so I was told it saves years off your life. But then I drink a lot of coffee, so I I stay awake a lot more than other people. So I think in the end, I'll probably balance out. That's where the action is at nighttime. Do you think that speaks to your ego a little bit, since we were talking about that, that – um. It's it's a way. To, there's what is that crumbling? Stop that. There's there's a way. You know, the, in the emergency room is like the most immediate way to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure you know. You're yeah, an emergency is. room it's, doctor. For God's sake. Well, ER is funny because it, it, it is a specialty. I think for the best ER docs, it, it sort of chooses you. You know, I when I, when I first went to medicine, I thought I might want to do pediatrics. I thought I might want to do surgery and. And eventually, when I did my first rotation in the emergency department, it just sort of picked me. It, it picked my personality. I, I, uh, I, I like. I'm a multitasker. I can handle these, you know, multiple multiple things happening at once. I tend to be pretty cool under pressure. I, I don't. You can ask people I work with. Um, I'm not a yeller. I don't get upset. I don't get frustrated. I don't start screaming. And then when the crisis happens, and 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 this and this is not me trying to have an ego, but I talk about this with residents all the time. You know, it's almost like people talk about the NFL quarterback. Everything slows down. Well, to me, when stuff's really getting bad and really going down, you just got to slow it all down, and and you have to be the one in the room that has that has at least the outside illusion of complete control, <laughs> because if you don't, everyone else around you is going to lose it. And I've seen that happen with yeah. with newer, you know, particularly residents in training. They're not completely comfortable in that moment, right. and so when you're not you're not exuding that confidence. Everyone else around you starts wondering what they're doing, starts right. questioning everything that they've been taught to do. So, so, so yeah, I mean, I, it's, you can't panic. Panicking is uh, helps no one. I, I have a hypothetical. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no, I can't answer those Doc- as a now uh, person running for office. But go ahead. Well, Doctor Rob, do you think that Diabetes. today's generation that uses their hands and fingers so rapidly and doesn't really <laughs> do pinpoint control now make a less experienced workforce when it comes to surgery? <laughs> what? Because oh, I, I tell that to my <laughs> students all the this? time. Wait, who is this? My name's, this is my, we have my, my dad on the show today. My name's Mario. <laughs> oh I, teach, I teach junior Get high school. Get off my lawn. Yeah, well, you, uh, Mario's an art teacher. I, I teach junior high school, and I tell them that using your hands in a precise manner 
is something you have to learn if you want to be an artist, if you want to be a surgeon, if you want to be a doctor. Right. And I wonder if the use of the rapid hand movements and everything goes with fingers and thumbs now, and they do everything so quickly, do they? And they very hard, hardly ever slow down. Do you find that as, as younger people are coming in, that they have a problem controlling their hands? Hand... Hand-eye coordination. What a question. I have no, I have no idea. That, that, that was not a softball question. You guys are now getting tough. No, I, I don't know. I think honestly, it seems like half our job is clicking a mouse and, and entering orders, doing everything, yeah. documenting on the computer. They may have a little bit of an advantage in that world. So I think on balance, we're probably pretty evenly matched. Do you see a lot of people coming in with um, um, smaller ailments because they can't afford to go to the regular, their primary care physician? They go to like, a, you know, listen, I, I'm going bald or. Uh, I have athletes for it and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I don't know. If, I, if it was for going bald, I'd be in there every night of my life. Um, no, I, it's, uh, Can we take the, I mean, the wigs off the dead with things like, that I wouldn't consider an emergency, but the, you know, a lot of these folks don't have a doc because there aren't enough primary care doctors. Yeah. You ever so when they were talking about defunding Planned Parenthood and we'll just move it all to federally health, qualified health clinics, there already aren't enough docs in those kind right. of clinics to treat the patients that need to go there. So. I mean, that was part of the ridiculousness of the whole repeal and do nothing plan that they just finally blocked, hopefully for a while. Yeah. yeah. How busy is that emergency room anyway? Are you in like, a, you're, you said you're in a rural area, but the, the hospital's it's in, in, in the rural city. area. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We see like 30,000 visits a year. So it's about 80 some patients a day. Our big trauma referral center in Grand Rapids, south of us, they see 130,000 a day. So they see quite a few more. What? But we only have, like, when I'm working at night, I'm all by myself. Oh, Wait a second, I don't understand things. the number here. 130,000 patients they see a day? A year. No, 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 yeah. a day. Oh, oh, I was like, day. what's going like on? Every, year. The, 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 <laughs> I'm pretty good at math, and <laughs> I think that's, that's unsustainable. <laughs> a lot of people getting hurt out there. I don't think there's that many year. people in the U.S. that could go there, and one year probably. I have it, to do the math. Maybe, maybe that, there is. Maybe no, that, no, no, but we, you know, it's just me all alone at night, so... You know, oh. some nights it's not that busy. Other nights you get a few crazy things, and it can can really occupy the entire department. What are you doing all night? You watching Game of Thrones and stuff like that? Or no, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's I'm watching just, ER. I'm the chief of our department. Ah. I'm the chief oh, of our department, me. so you know, I sometimes doing that administrative are, stuff. Are you the cool doctor with like the the hang loose bandana on? You have like Billy Joel playing in the background. <laughs> no, <right>? no, <laughs> no. 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 We have a few of those. No, I just got my stuff done. <laughs> Okay. I'm I'm entirely too normal. You don't go in there with like a, a Donald Duck voice and stuff to make everybody feel better. Okay. No, 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 no. Red nose. Although when I look at kids' ears, I do a little whistle thing and I tell myself bird in there, so they like that. <laughs> uh, when you, when drunk you, like that too. So when you see the elderly people and they come in, they can't afford uh, health care. Do you pull a quarter out from behind their ear? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, you're halfway there. All right, what's that, Ryan? Uh, oh, the opioid epidemic has been in the news a lot lately. Are you seeing a lot of yes. that firsthand yes, in the hospital? Yeah, a ton of that. And, yeah. and I mean, it, it, you know, a lot of it is, frankly, the problem of, of the medical system. You know, we, we, we prescribe too many opioids. Uh, so I know our department, I know across the country, uh, you know, that is a huge issue. And, and the problem now is, is you guys, you know, we've got heroin, and then we start getting fentanyl. And now there's a new one called carfentanil. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Oh, let that's me write that that's down. Good. Hold on. <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to do it phonetically. No, it's 700 times more powerful than heroin. Oh, it's so powerful that if people overdose on this stuff, there's not enough Narcan. That's a reversal agent yes. that all the ambulances carry that we have. Right. They have to stock, you know, 10 times the normal doses because 
people are dying of overdose just because someone cuts them with some bad stuff and they don't know what they're taking. Where do right. they find so it? Is, yeah, it's a crisis by us. They were cutting it here with something else. I forget what it's called. Maybe it begins with an F and uh, people are dying. Fentanyl. Fentanyl, Fentanyl yeah. yeah. And the, um, yeah. So anyway, in New York City, I should just uh, tell the listeners here a little public service announcement. You can go, I think, to the pharmacy or to the hospital and get yourself that, uh, that Narcan. Narcan. They'll you give can? it to you. And, yeah, you could just in case. Like, you know, if you go and I don't know what you, what the rule is, but I'm pretty sure they just give it out for free. No, it's on the trains and stuff. There's a big ad campaign yeah, yeah, going yeah, yeah. on the train. So, uh, you know, if you, if, you, wow. if, you, if you or someone you know is uh, um, using heroin or opiates, go get that. Wow. And then uh, if something happens, if you see the guy's dying, jab it in his leg or something, and he'll come back to life. It's great stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is so a bunch of we're a bunch of people who are running for office. I'm in D.C. right now at a training at a training camp. There's 300 of us. So we go out to dinner and these are the kind of things we talk about, about about the opioid epidemic and about the decriminalization of drugs and things like you guys have in New York. We don't have that in Michigan, but, you know, we can sit and put our heads in the sand and say that we should put all these drug dealers and, you know, all these people using drugs, I'll put them in jail or in Ohio, there was a town that they proposed only giving them two times that the ambulance would go save them with Narcan, and the third time they were just going to let them die. There was literally a town councilman who suggested that should be their policy. Uh, Some draconian stuff. Tree strikes. You know, what we believe is we have to take that out of the criminal world and treat it like it is. It's a disease. People who are addicted to drugs are addicted to drugs. You know, we need to get them treatment. So, I mean, that's another thing this, I mean, our society needs desperately is to take the profit out of prisons. Uh, I mean, exactly. the, the for-profit prison system, they right. write the bills that get the mandatory minimums that put everyone in jail because, you know why? Because that's how they make more money. And then yeah. they give money to the people in Congress that support those laws. It's, I mean, it's criminal. It that's, is criminal. You know, good plan words, but it's criminal. It's um, when there's a, people have a financial stake in keeping people locked in prison, exactly. then we have a big problem. Can I ask you a yeah. question? Um, yes. I am of the belief, personally, that a lot of the problems we have with opioids, drugs, depression, uh, pain, and a lot of that stuff, it's all stemmed from the American diet. I'm one of those people. This is Joe Latex yeah, speaking, I'm by Joe. the way. <laughs> yeah, Running for Congress I'm in South Carolina. Yes. Are you from South Carolina? I am from, right. South Carolina. from South Carolina. I'm South Carolina. It's all about uh, Waffle House. I lo- Charleston, South Carolina. It's the bastion of, uh, of goodness. I don't know. But I, I really do <laughs> believe that like diet and what we like put into our bodies has a lot to do with a lot of the problems that we face globally, uh, nationally, just just in general, like a lot of the problems that we face are, you know, a result of the way we're feeding ourselves. And unfortunately, it seems like, and there's a lot of documentaries going on around, uh, around right now that are kind of like sensationalized, but it, it doesn't really... Um, it doesn't really seem like the American diet of eating certain types of foods, uh, you know, are benefiting us. You and got a question in there, Joe? The question is... <laughs> Ice cream He's is just doing a thumb speech. No, take, no, no. Take it the, easy, Larry King. The question, the question is, um, with a lot of the health problems as a doctor, do you see uh, any solution with the way people are treating themselves physically with, you know, diet and exercise? Oh, I think that diet and exercise, if everyone optimized those two parts of their life, we could eliminate a huge amount of disease. I mean, there's some foods, and I'm not a dietitian, and frankly, the medical school training of most medical schools as far as nutrition is pretty pitiful. 
Um, but of course, some foods, you know, cause more inflammation supposedly, and I, and I don't know all those details, but I just know that Dairy. people's addiction to food causes obesity, diabetes, hypertension, leading to strokes and heart attacks, stuff yeah. like that. And then, you know, lack of exercise compounds all of those problems. Um, I, I mean, I can't claim to have a perfect diet, but I certainly try, and I and exercise is a big part of just how I stay sane. Well, you run frankly, but how you stay healthy. How much of that goes to the? Uh you know, the, the, the economy and, and how, uh, you know, the poor, people in poverty tend to eat worse than people who have some money to buy, you know, or, 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 ac- or well, access. Well, access politically, to- I have a lot of money and I eat like shit. <laughs> but no, no, to go to, Bron- to, to go to John's statement, politically, from a political standpoint, the subsidization of certain foods, it tends to lean towards awful foods. Like... Right. Like junk food, you know, like fast yeah. food. It's so cheap. You can buy a fucking like affordability. crazy right. hamburger for like a dollar. Well, you could buy five bananas for a dollar too. Well, <laughs> no, you yeah, can't. but you get into some communities Damn, I'm and, and inner off. cities, and they're little, they're food islands. They don't have exactly. access to Desert. those kinds yeah. of food. They don't exist. So I'm trying to explain to Mario. There's no, you know, you have you'll have a town which just has you know a McDonald's and a, a you know a crappy supermarket in it and in these poor neighborhoods and you don't have access to fresh fruit you don't have access to vegetables and all these good things these uh, you know organic farm stands and crap like that you have to go with what's a, and you don't have a car probably you can't walk there you right. know you're stuck right and i think that's a political yeah, really good weed. that's a political agenda oh yeah i mean the new farm bill that was introduced in 16 it hasn't been passed yet but that does include some provisions for for urban farming you know for for yeah. using uh, some these spaces that aren't being used for anything and, and creating incentives so people can have urban farms. I mean, we we need to promote that because we need to have farmers markets everywhere. You know, we, I have a farmers market three days a week. We can go to one within five miles of my house. Right. You know, but I don't live in communities that are food islands. You know, that this the the segregation of our society by class, by race, and then what that means. I mean, you guys have heard of Flint, Michigan, I suppose, right? Yes. Flint, Michigan is is a key. I mean, they were literally our state government was poisoning people in Flint, Michigan. And and nobody cared about it for a year and a half until a pediatrician, Dr. Mona Atisha, stood up and said, kids are being poisoned. You know, so we need people like her. I mean, she's an amazing progressive. She should run for whatever office she wants, and I will go work on her campaign in a second. Because that's someone who's, like, on the ground saving people's lives. You know, not just me. Once in a while, you save a life as, a, as an ER doc and going to Congress and trying to make people's lives better. She literally, she saved, I don't know how many, you know, hundreds of kids' lives in Flint by by shedding light on that is it yeah. tough um, yeah so i mean we just have segregation in our society it still exists and it oh, exists yeah. based on class based on money is it tough running as a progressive in your kind of district where you have to kind of um explain to people why capitalism is bad without really saying that you know you know do you have one foot in do you have one foot out is it a you know I don't think is it tough to I don't think capitalism is bad at all. I right. think capitalism okay. is a great system. Okay. I just think that, you know, to me I and I really I don't I don't think the government should be involved in our lives to any extent unless it's something so important like healthcare, like education, like ensuring people have a fair wage or heaven forbid clean water for their citizens or water without without lead that's poisoning kids. You know, so in those ways government needs to be involved, but that doesn't eliminate capitalism. I mean you know, if you, you want to buy a nice car, you buy a nice car. You want yeah, to buy an Obita car, okay, you do that. Don't most of so these... I think capitalism is great, but we need to have certain protections in place 
to literally protect the lives of the citizens. When you talk about the 1%, you talk about people not having money and all this stuff, isn't it the capitalism, the, that very system, kind of the root of all those problems? Well, or, or do you believe that these it's... These sort of crony capitalism. I mean, these, these folks aren't existing in a free market. I mean, all the subsidies that go to oil companies, all the, all, you know, we, we have the lowest gas tax in the entire world in this country that is to prop up those gas prices. You know, I mean, sorry, keep down gas prices so people keep buying, uh, buying the same thing. And, and to keep those profits going into the into the oil companies, so it isn't just a strict free market capitalism. Even though I mean, I, I don't think healthcare should be for profit, nor prisons, nor education. Right. Forget all that. Look at all the other aspects of society. Everyone's got, everyone's paying someone by by funding campaigns of, of people in Congress or people in the Senate. Everyone is doing that to get their thumb on the scale to benefit their particular industry. Right. I mean, just like the 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 whole idea of net metering and having access to, to the Internet for everybody. I mean, there, there's big moneyed interests that are trying to get the, the uh, FCC to, cha- to change those rulings now. Uh, you know, just like uh, them being able to sell our privacy uh, for, for what we do online. I mean, who is giving money to those folks who voted for those bills? These are the, the telecom companies. I mean, so it's, it isn't that it's just a free market and everyone's like, you know, best product, hey, you win. Everyone's gaming the system. And it's that gaming of the system. That's why people are so cynical. That's why people vote for a guy who just comes out and says over and over and over again, I'm going to bring the jobs back. I'm going to do right by you. We're going to bring this country back to whatever his, his idea of great was. People are looking at him saying, all right, finally someone is talking to me and saying what I need to hear. You know, so my intention is to go and be someone who isn't on the side of those corruptors, of those billionaires. I mean, you know, there's a lot of words, billionaires, bankers. Betsy DeVos is in my home district. That's that's her hometown. Yeah. And so my congressman is very well supplied by her. She literally bought herself a seat in the cabinet. Wow. You know, there, I don't think there's any way you can argue that well, that is I'm glad case. you brought that up. We're talking to Dr. Rob Davidson. He's running for Congress in the second, excuse me, congressional district of western Michigan. Um, and since you brought up uh, Betsy DeVos, I know you're on the school board, and uh, I, yeah. I, I, and thanks for staying on with us for so long, by the way. I wanted to know uh, oh, yeah. if we could just talk about the schools for a minute. And, yes. Yeah, d- d- that's, that's my question, talk about schools. Talk, talk about schools. <laughs> well, schools are good. Um, Do you guys have charter schools there? You have a problem with that? And, and, oh, my Lord, yeah. Right. You know... I mean, where do you stand on that? My kids in are in certain forms, but it's the for-profit system that's messed up. For-profit yeah. charters, for-profit cyber charters. When you put that again, you put that profit mode into a system that should just exist. People should have a right to a good education. You know, every kid should have that. You put profit in there, and people who are with with bad interests, who are just trying to make a buck, they're they're going to game that system, well, and, how about- and they do. They how about the, uh, the 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 angle of uh, separation of church and state too? Using public funds to uh, you know um, fund a private school, that, and you can pretty much you know make the private school in theoretically whatever you like. I suppose you know it could be like the Dr. Rob Davidson Institute for uh, kicking ass or something crazy yeah, like that, uh, or, or you know. The, well, actually, you know, you stole my thunder. That was going to come in the next hour. But, uh, <laughs> the next uh, hour. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, go wait, I, I got my battery charged. I got an extra battery for my phone. I'm just ready to go. You right. are a good right. politician, sir. You do right. not like to stop talking. <laughs> He's been kissing babies oh. the whole time. <laughs> I'm learning fast. If there's a microphone or an interview or a camera, I'm right there, man. Nice. I'll talk for hours. You want to, you know? I, like I got to get message. all 5,000 like listeners message. to donate. It's on point. Yeah. <laughs> the fact is that you want to say all these things that Donald Trump says, but you want to actually follow through on them. 
And I think what you're saying about <laughs> what? what? It's about like, jobs it, connected to the common man. About good stuff, jobs, not the, the, other the stuff message too, that made people meant. vote right. for him. Right, a populist message, but right. actually the but opposite actually of everything. <laughs> what you're saying about capitalism right. is right. Capitalism is not bad, but it has to have a conscience and it has to have certain accountability. And there and there should be the ability to make money, but also with the ability to understand that who helps you make that money. And also to hold people accountable when they abuse the system. Very good, Mary. I'll vote for you. Here we go. Do we have any um, <laughs> voices of dissent here? Can someone call in can and we, uh, yell at us? Can we talk about merch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can talk on the. Uh, uh, I can be the uh, devil's advocate. You have children in charter schools. Well, I don't blame I parents. I do have children. Have children no, I have children in charter schools, and it's been great. Uh, I, I won't even lie. Like, both my kids went to schools for the arts, and it's something I wish I had when I was a kid. I mean, it was f- it's fantastic. Yeah, but that's a different, I would envision that being different than the kind of charter system that, is, that has destroyed the public schools in Detroit, yeah. places like Muskegon Heights in my district, yeah. because what they do is they, they, the, the, charter, the for-profit entities that exist they cherry-pick kids out of these districts. And in our state, in our state uh, they, they fund schools per pupil funding from the state. Right, and it's not based on the community you live in. It's it's in a, a dollar amount. We get seventy six hundred and some dollars last year per kid in my district. Every uh, we're a base foundation school. This is a little wonky, but that's what they get. Well, if you pull ten kids out of a school, that's seventy some thousand dollars. That's a whole teacher. That's right. Well, if you pull ten kids out, you you can't just get rid of a teacher. You still have classes. You still have to right. have certain you know certain things so they can graduate from school. So then you get the class sizes going up. You know, uh, in third and fourth grade, kids with thirty thirty five kids in a class. Those teachers are basic referees for those 35 kids. They can't. How yeah. can you possibly teach? So now you've got teachers who don't want to go to these places. And then in our, oh God, in our state, our teachers are under assault. Our teachers, uh, they, they used to come out of school and they'd make less than their counterparts or going into business or something else. But they had good pensions, so that was deferred compensation. They had the best health care. Well, they took their health care away. Now they have the same health care as everyone else. And it, it's better than someone who doesn't have it, but it, it's no longer a benefit. And their wages, by the way, haven't gone on. And now Michigan just ruled that we're going to get rid of the pension system. For all new teachers coming in, they go into a 401k like the rest of us, where you might say, okay, well, that's fair. The problem is their wages aren't going up. So, so you, you do that multi-pronged complete assault on public education, and what happens? Schools fail. Of course schools aren't going to do well in those situations. And then the people who are on the side of the for-profit industry of education say, ah, see, we told you. We told you they're failing. It's the same thing they're trying to do with the Affordable Care Act. They're creating instability in the markets, and they're saying, oh, look, it's going to fail. Well, the only reason it could possibly fail is because there's someone on the other side, a la Trump, a la McConnell, a la Paul Ryan, who are making it fail. Can I ask you a uh, question about Michigan? Because I'm not not familiar with the uh, economical uh, position that, you know, where you are, where you're trying to represent is in. Where I'm from, um, we're booming, and it's it's really like ridiculous. Like we have Boeing. Who's this? We, I'm Joe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the guy in South Carolina. South Carolina, running for so, Congress. Joe Latex. No, where we where we like live. the Joe Show. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> Rob's oh, calling you out. Shit. Uh, Joe Latex is uh, uh, running at the mouth, by the way. Yes. And for Congress. No, that's okay. So you're booming. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Trace. Um, so what's going on is we have a lot of good things happening in our economy where I live. So it's kind of fueling this right wing. Yeah, see, rhetoric. I told you so. I told you it would happen. It's it's fueling it because we have 
you know, we have um, we're, we're attractive to big business. So we have Boeing. We have Mercedes just moved in. We have Volvo just moved in. We have all of these huge companies coming into our area, and they're inflating our economy. And it's because we're very – we're a right-to-work state. You, you could fire someone just because yeah. you don't like the way they look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's a strange situation to be in, but it's working for, for where I live. Your state sucks. It 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 does, but it doesn't. It's weird it's because. What's your question? I got to wrap this up. No, my question is, I what's going on in Michigan for you specifically? Like, are is there industry booming? Is there anything? Is there an excuse for this behavior? Because I can well, almost understand the behavior in South Carolina because it's like things are going you, well. Right. Yeah, things are going well. So you're like, fuck. How do I say anything against this when things are going well? All right. Well, I don't know if they're going. They may be going well for the businesses, and they may be going well for you and for the big, you know, the the the, the investors are doing really well. But if it's a, and I, the, the the phrase "right to work" is like any of these phrases they make up to make it sound like mm-hmm. something people should want. Yeah. you know, they can fire them at will. They can't negotiate their rates, but they get union wages even if they don't work union jobs. They just don't have to pay the dues. These people are at will employees, and so they're still hanging on a thread. Their lives are at risk if something turns just a little bit. They're expendable. They'll just get rid of them. I can make a phone call and get so, you fired so, on Monday, Joe Latex. You can't get me fired. I'm in my own business. God darn it. Now you can call me somebody. Sorry to interrupt. We're talking Rob. to Dr. Rob Davidson. Thanks for staying on so long. Just a, a, one or two more questions. Uh, were you surprised at McCain's vote on health care? And should we still uh, not trust him and be uh, you know, wary of this, this maverick label? I wasn't surprised. I was surprised Lindsey Graham didn't vote with him, but I think that was political because McCain told him he would cover him because they both had a press conference and said if we weren't guaranteed that Paul Ryan wouldn't directly vote on the bill they were going to pass, that they thought it was a garbage bill. But I think we need to bring up, in in deference to my wife and the girls in my life, the two women on the Republican side in the Senate that were always on the side of voting against this. Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, who went out on a limb, and Susan Collins of Maine, these two people have to get reelected yes. someday. And they, they went out on a limb and said, this isn't right for the mm. people of my state and the people of this country. I'm not going to do it. Right. There might be a gender thing going on there, which I agree with. But still, oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't subscribe to either of those politicians. <laughs> you know, when they, they're going to come up with some other watered-down thing, and I, I would imagine, and they'll probably vote for that. You know, I, let's, not, let's not start, uh, you know, saying we're all heroes. No, I don't just think yet. they're heroes for doing the right thing. I think they just did their job, and, you know, that's great. We should, we should sort of say thank you very much and move on. I do. I fear I, I, this isn't done. I mean, they're, in no way are they done trying to – and it, all it is is a tax cut. It's, it's a 1% tax cut to the richest Americans, and then they've got to figure out how to pay for it. And the way they pay for it is by getting rid of the Medicaid expansion, by cutting the funding to states, and, and by, by taking away all of the parts of the Affordable Care Act that are actually keeping prices of insurance. And this is a hard slogan. You know, Affordable Care Act, insurance is less expensive than it would have been. I mean, it is. It's, it's, it's gone up at a slower pace. But again, we get back to my, my personal view as a Medicare for all system. It's the only way. It, it's just, I think maybe it was yeah. Joe that said it, that we're the only Western world, yeah, we're the only country vote. in the Western world or in the industrialized world that doesn't have that. We pay twice as much per person for health care. We have a worse life expectancy, and we have a higher infant mortality. I just don't know how a fiscal conservative could look at those numbers and think that made sense. It, it doesn't you, make sense to me. Did you support Bernie Sanders in the primary, or were you a uh, Hillary Clinton? 
Oh, I, I, I honestly didn't. I didn't come out on either side, um, you know. But when the primary is over, I, I tried to stay out of that all along and staying out of it in the primary and our governor race, just like they're staying out of any primaries that are going on in Congress. So I, I love everything Bernie stands for. I, I, I believe in the single payer. I believe in in, uh, in in public education. You know, I believe in at least a fifteen dollar minimum wage, but certainly a fair wage for everybody. So he's a hero, uh, Elizabeth Warren. I mean, all these all these progressives that, you know, nowadays everyone, if you look at polls and you, you take people's names away, you take labels away, progressive policies are popular. Sixty percent of Americans think a Medicare for all single payer system is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, seventy so percent of Americans think a, a minimum picking down minimum wage is the right way. To well, go. yeah, we label things wrong. I mean, if it, if it wasn't called Obamacare, a lot of people, a lot of people don't even know they're on Obamacare, right? I mean, they, right. they right. sign right. them out up for the American uh, the Affordable uh, Care Act. So this way, because if once you mention the guy's name, the people start freaking out. Um, yeah. So that's the labeling problem. And uh, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Rob. I appreciate it, man. Uh, uh, just a couple more. I'll give you an issue, and you tell me whether you agree or don't disagree. Um, Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan? Yeah. Yeah, Isn't you got to help me. I, you I, like the band I Steely I Dan. I like him. I, All right. Does he yeah, suck or not? I honestly suck. don't know this stuff. Um, Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. All right. Yeah, I, I can do Piano Man on the harmonica. <laughs> can you? Oh, have you ever, do you have a harmonica oh, yeah. available? <laughs> I have one. Oh, yeah, I'm a singer. I play guitar. I do it all. Wait, why is this coming out now? Really? Oh, man. So what oh, kind I of, had this hey, in wait, my notes. What kind of amp do you use? You have to me again, and I'll bring... I'll have, I'll be How much time, time would it take to get a harmonica in front of you? We have to do gear talk. Gear talk with Dr. Rob Davidson. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know the gear, but I, I'll, oh, okay. just, I'll sing well. All right. Uh, Van Halen. Oh, right. heck yeah. I just listened to the front side of 1984 when I ran the other day, and that's like the best nice. workout music ever. Uh, where do you stand on Ted Nugent, Just the Records? Yeah, Mel- <laughs> Melissa from uh, Michigan oh, asks. Just on the record, he's a complete nut. And uh, although the song, you know, I think Hey Baby, I, I learned the riff on the guitar, one of the first riffs I ever learned. So that's Ted and Smoke on the Water, seems what every kid learns in middle school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you uh, uh, one day hope to come out with your own signature Fender Stratocaster? <laughs> Oh, well, like I mean, who world? wouldn't want that? I'm more of an acoustic guy, though. Oh, okay, I see. You like the mellow jams. It, it was on your bucket list that oh, you yeah. wanted to play guitar in front of an audience. Have you filled that filled that wish? Uh, I, you know, I have not. Uh, I, no, I have not, so I, I need to do that. Let's That's change that. I told my kids I was going to go out in town with a, with a hat and bring my guitar, and they said they'd move out of town. You can play guitar <laughs> right now in front of Can you uh, play no. far, far away? That's what my grandfather I used to say. I can play far, far away, and I can play so low you can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> very good, Rob. Thank you very much. Let's, um, yeah. talk, let's talk shameless plugs. What's the plug. website again? Yeah, let's plug. It's Dr. Rob Davidson. The He's website is www.robforthesecond.com, and you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Dr. Rob Davidson. And, uh, yeah, shamelessly, we are up against big money corporate interests. We need any help we can get. So if any allies across the country, people listen on podcasts, as long as you're an American citizen, you can give up to $2,700 for the primary, up to 2700 for the general. So just go ahead and max out, and we'll, uh, we'll send you a thank you. Hey, we got thousands thank of you. wealthy listeners, so That's don't worry right. about Very it. Good. I'm in good right. shape. I'm sitting I, right here. I plan on donating to the, ca- donating to the campaign myself. Yeah, is we, that allowed? Since I did, am, am I a member of the media Paola, right now? Yeah. Or is that, I, I don't know if I can do that. I'll have my wife do it under the table. Don't worry about it. We wish you <laughs> I'm, the just best. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. considered media, is it? I don't think so. Ooh, it's a low blow, Doc. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not media. Fake news. Hey, Doc, anyone who's hey, for a single-payer health care has my 
full support. All right, there you go. It's Joe Latex. All right, I All right. will well, send you I'm money tonight. I'm going to make tonight. the big ask. If you want to back that up with the donation tonight, yeah. put your money where your mouth is. Joe, Joe also wants to know if you cover Alcoholics Anonymous, where he is. <laughs> All right, <If> thank <laughs> He's had a little too much Buffalo Trace whiskey. By the way, our new sponsor, Buffalo Trace. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Rob Davidson. Um, go vote for him. In the, he's running for Congress in the set. What do you put your uh, What do you put your uh, chances at? Or do you not want to? I put my chances at very good. I think that good. we're ready for a change in our district. People I are hope so. I hope across the country this happens. <laughs> I can't figure out which one Mario's mic is when he's talking over the guest. Thank you, Dr. Rob. I appreciate you staying on. All right. For thanks a lot, guys. For so Have long. A good night. Thank All you, right, sir. Take care. Thanks. Thank you, Doc. Don't grum- you, Doc. grumble at me, yeah. Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Rob. There he goes. There's Dr. Rob Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you. That's a, there are a lot of elections coming up, and a lot of progressive people are stepping up. That's right. Not just in Michigan, around the country. Uh, Rob likes his chances, he yeah. says. That was I hope fun. so. He was a good guest. He was a great guest. Yeah, man, this guy, he knows what he's talking about. I'll tell you that. I know. Joe told me halfway through the show that people were dropping like flies. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, when you talk politics, it's very hard to I'm keep I'm glad you audience. spiced it up, Joe. Uh, but thanks for the uh, ratings Buffalo tip. Trace. Yeah, the ratings update. Um, <laughs> ratings update with Joe, Joe Latex. Latex. <laughs> that, uh, I didn't yeah. know he played harmonica. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew. I had that in the back burner about his whole music thing. <laughs> and mm. We talked about politics for an hour, and Tommy, you got uh, he plays harmonica out of that. <laughs> I, I totally, when he was talking about his like medical experience Thank i wanted you. to ask him about like the largest slash smallest penises he's seen oh in boy oh yeah no. listen man this, i don't I, know when i didn't i didn't because kind of i respect your show thank you sir i appreciate I, it when we asked him about the the craziest er story i thought he was going to tell us a kooky story about a guy who swallowed a bomb a guy losing his not arm the guy who was cut in half unfortunately there's hipaa was there's that HIPAA. good enough for you i was thinking like a, you know that's a, crazy a railroad tie through the guy and he's walking he walks in you know something like that but apparently none of these things happen <clears throat> and it's all in our minds it's all fantasy John, let's hear from our sponsor at buffalo trace yes so let's hear from our sponsor yeah. at Buff- buffalo trace whiskey we'll be back after this
without your love They tell me that my fate was sealed In heaven up above But I'm gonna fight it Yeah, fight it Long as the world's been drowned I'm gonna fight it Yeah, fight it Till they lay me in the ground You see there's only Check it to you. What the fuck, theory? 
Back live from Barrage here on Radio Nope. I don't know what just happened. No. Yeah. Thank you, Billy Bragg. Billy was just in town this week, John. Oh, was he? With Wilco? Did you try to reach out to Billy Bragg like he's your a, best friend? He no, has no idea who you are. We had a chat. I'm going to go Fuck see him in October. Nice. He's got a new book about Skiffle and the Roots Radical Movement of England. And how it connected to politics <laughs> and the music of the 60s. I see. The sound of revolution. You sound sick. Is it because you didn't wash your hands or brush your teeth the entire weekend that I was away with you? I did take a shower at the at the lake house. You did took you a shower remember? while you were making dinner. It was Mario, the weirdest thing ever. I thought you, you say I'm never clean when I cook. Oh. 
I thought, I thought you never screamed to the mic. I thought you never schwitz in the river. There was no river schwitzing. John said you jumped in the pool. Well, isn't that enough? I said it's not lake clean. I couldn't believe it. You, you got to be lake clean. You got to jump into a lake. But this place we were at didn't really have a <laughs> lake. <laughs> like, like in the sense of what it used to have. Right, John? Like algae? Right. In the sense that it was good? Do you no, that the lake likes? was right out the door and you just jumped yeah, in. Yeah, that's what you want. You Where want I, to be on the lake. I didn't need to be showered at all for that trip. Oh, here's some of the things Mario said to me, uh, said on the trip. I you wrote, have notes? I wrote down some things you said. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> out of context, of course. Well, let's hear it. Mario says around the Wait, campfire. wait, can we hear it in, your vo- in his voice, please? <laughs> <laughs> right, here, Mario says this. I used to be the king of Middle Village. What happened? <laughs> now I'm just a jester in your court. <laughs> in Rigo Park. We um, are. Mario did say this uh, uh, when we were on vacation together this week. I don't brush my teeth till the end. Oh. That's right. And end of what? <laughs> the end of the of, trip. Of, of the time. eating. Of the eating. <laughs> end of time. I said, you, you're going to eat. Have you brushed your teeth the whole time we're up here? Well, I don't brush my teeth until the end. Doesn't that feel good, though, to like. No, no I'm like, talking about of the clean. eating. Like I'm, I'm going to eat something. In the f- well, Mary, in by the way, what happened to you, uh, Mister? I don't brush my teeth till the end. What happened to your tooth on the oh, trip? Oh, look at me now! I'm a hillbilly. A tooth ah. fell out. You lost a tooth. I oh. was scuba diving in the pool, and <laughs> in uh, the pool? what? In the pool. I was scuba diving, and then you have to bite on that <laughs> that mouthpiece. Yeah, it was looking and for I nickels. come up my tooth because <laughs> I bit on it so hard. My my cap dislodged itself. I look like. A uh, hillbilly. Captain, my captain's launch is And me and John are bound at the hips. You see what I got? <laughs> you see this? Bound at the hips. We're like uh, brothers now. I have the retractable lighter. Uh, we're, we're sitting around the campfire, and Mario says, uh, says this. More. He goes, uh, now that I know about the rapture, I see the beast everywhere. Oh, that's true. Whoa, man. Ma- that's like Iron game? Maiden lyrics. What are you on? At the ball game we were all at? The <laughs> Can you say that again in Mario's uh, at, at the field trip we yeah. were on? I noticed the beast come, came up at least a dozen times. All the songs and the background music and everything. With the barcodes. Yeah. Six, yeah. six, six, Mary. Exactly. I also, I also watched him uh, wipe down. A, he used a cutting board, and then he took a dirty rag and wiped it and put it back in like the cabin. You're going to be uh, six, yeah, six, that, six. That's, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> We made a good team. You grilled, and I, I made the pasta. Hey, man, that cutting board is, is like that's the th- one thing you really want to clean. Yeah, you got to keep the that separate. Rife with, yeah. rife with germs Bleach and disease, that man. That's true. Everybody was sick. Yeah, not <laughs> us. Just your family. <laughs> no, Just no. The family. first night Erica went down. The second night my wife went down. Oh. And the third night your wife went down. I got sodomized myself yesterday. We didn't have a time to just <laughs> hang out at the fire. I came for a t- lake trip. I went to a wellness resort. What the hell was going on? Did you go with Joe Latex? I'm sitting here with John. God Ooh. bless you, John. Mental wellness you made resort. boom booms in the lake. <laughs> your lakes? newfound lifestyle is inspiring me. But what the hell? I couldn't Ugh. get everybody around the fire. I couldn't give anybody Oxycontin. I didn't <laughs> know that. Excuse no. me. I stayed up with you every single night and hung out. You did, you did. I, the but first night I didn't because uh, I was, I was on a, a crazy run of work and straight, I, straight I from work to the, the... at 10 o'clock and I was like, where the fuck is John? Oh, what happened was Friday night we did the show. Hey, where's right. Billy? <laughs> where's the doctor? Yeah, what are you, what are you a cop? <laughs> well, Friday night we did the show. And then I went to work on Saturday morning, and then I went. I Colette picked me up at work, and we went straight to Pennsylvania from work. So I was a little beat. Yeah. How long? How long was the drive there? For uh, you? It's only like two hours, two and a half hours. It's not bad. Yeah. It's a nice drive. Mario also said one more thing. He said, uh, "We're sitting on the porch." He goes, "You know, last night I realized something. This is all for the kids." I'm like, really? hey, you, you just realized that yeah, last night? Now that I'm sitting <laughs> the there, kids are sixteen years old. <laughs> now that I'm sitting there sober, I realize what the hell. 
It's the beast. Maybe we came up here so they could all play. No, thank you, Mario. It was a, it was a tremendous trip. I'm glad it's over. I, uh, <laughs> we have, in a short month, we're going on part dukes. I'm Goose. glad. I'm, I, think I think your wife hates me. She Why gives me some kind of she oh, gives me no. some kind of attitude or something. Maybe she listens to the show. You know, I don't need to go on vacation and get attitude. Why don't you guys stay home, go on your own vacation? I don't need that? lip. <laughs> she respects you more than ever. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Mary, didn't you say that she caught you like Jano to John's uh, Facebook page uh, or something like that? What? What? Remember, like two weeks ago, your wife came down and she said she you were does staring think at. We you. have a bromance. Yeah. You were stroking yeah. it out. Look, yeah. now that we have matching lighters, we tie them together and run around the campsite. What's in the news? All right. All right. <laughs> I love you, John Hullen. I had a great time. I love you, too. And I'm Thank sorry you. I missed you, Ryan. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, because I wanted to hang with you. I like hanging out with you guys. You're all right. Ryan hightailed it out of Dodge just in time. Right. I used work as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went home and went to sleep. Chased him down that dirt path with a piece, of, piece, of, quiet. Gun. piece of quiet. Piece of quiet. News coverage. Turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream. On RadioNo.com. The buffoons. <laughs> hey, uh, Tommy, what's in the news? Here's Tommy Rockstar with the news explosion. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Yeah, baby. Here Lots in the news this week. So much. Oh, my God. So, so much. <laughs> this news is rocketing out of Washington, D.C. It's breaking. Rock. Oh, so much. Newly appointed White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci <laughs> recently unloaded a barrel of profanities at a New York magazine. Hey. Anthony, load uh, at a reporter this week. <laughs> I'm an infant. After he called the reporter to rat out a leaker in the White House staff that informed the reporter of Scaramucci's personal plans. Hey, hey, it's Scaramucci. Rat out a leaker is my Italian favorite Zappos. Hey, wait, I have, a, I have a tape of him calling the reporter right here. Yep. What do you say there, bottle nose? <laughs> <laughs> Italian sayings. Who is this? umbrella up my ass, but don't open it. This is the mooch. What are you, running a gym? What do you say there, bottle nose? <laughs> what a weird plot, by the way. Like, Calling out his, per his, his uh, staffer for personal plans. It's insane. <clears throat> in one of the oddest new interviews in recent history, the Mooch, or Scaramucci, also known as Tony the Mooch. Uh, oh, my God. Also known as Vinny the Nose. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Mooch. My least favorite Cap Calloway Mickey song. Four Eyes. <laughs> the Chin. <laughs> Unleashed profanity after profanity in a documented interview with Ryan Liza. Uh, including using the word cock three times right. and the word fuck a total of six times. <laughs> you cock fuck. Hey, fuck you uh, cock fuck. What the hell? What, Liza? What? Easy and on he was talking about I the voice at the time or what? cock fuck it. Uh, upset Easy on the cursing, Joe Latex. Upset right. that someone Charlie had... Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, upset fuck. that someone had leaked his dinner plans to they Liza. They got off of Paul O'Neill's <laughs> cock and totally got onto Jeter's cock. Paul O'Neill's cock... Yes, cock three times cock. and fuck f six times. Yeah, cock. that's right. right. Cock, cock. Cock. I think, we, I think <laughs> we've like met the quota. Yeah. Hello? Is this, is this Anthony Scaramucci? I'm going to need that in the morning tomorrow. Cock. Cock. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Hey, cock, you, know, cock, you, know, you know, Anthony, I have, to, I have to print this. I'm a, a reporter for the New Yorker. Reputable. Yeah, okay, blow me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Upset that someone had leaked his dinner plans, the Mooch called the reporter and attempted to coerce him into revealing his source. It's my anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't brush my teeth. Yeah, right. He's like, so he's trying to press the guy for his source. The guy's like, I can't do that. It was your yeah. first day. Exactly. <laughs> What's exactly. eating? Yeah, the What's wrong with you? Yeah, it was the guy who takes the reservations, retard. <laughs> 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 
Lenny's clam bar. This was playing in the back. You know? <laughs> He's like, hold on, I gotta take this. It's the New Yorker. He's like, <laughs> who said that? Rails. <laughs> who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you? In, in the process. <laughs> in the process. He then went off on the chief of staff, Reince Priebus, calling him, quote, a fucking paranoid schizophrenic, end quote. Him too. You're not going to print this, right? It's off the record, right? <laughs> right? And threatened to, you know, I don't want to say any names. I'll talk about our friend. I thought we were friends. <laughs> and threatened to fire his entire communication staff. I meant to say that to Dr. Here. Rob Davidson. I took care when, of that thing for you. When he was talking about, uh. He was talking about the people who are just like, ah, you know, after the people. third drug overdose, just fuck them. That's what it sounded like. The guy when they're at the five meeting of the five families, they're animals anyway. Let them lose their souls. Hey, Let them lose their souls. Because <laughs> they're animals anyway. Let them lose Leave it in there. Let them lose. their souls. Quote, I, I already fired. <laughs> I will take their souls. Keep it out of the schools. Sonny. Quote, my boy. The my souls. Boy. Good evening. <laughs> my you'll assume all the power of all their souls <laughs> I'll feed off their souls My boy is dead Then no one can stop us If a bolt of lightning shall strike my son Tommy Darkstar Tatalia I knew it was you all along <laughs> Strachi Quote, I already fired one guy the other day We will take their souls Right <laughs> Now Priebus is gone too Yep, Priebus is gone And I have three or four people I'll fire tomorrow I drew blood. I'll get to the person who leaked L Let me tell First you, blood. don't you worry Let me tell you leak right now. the Mooch is uh, Trump's mini-me The Mooch is clearing yeah. house, man the Mo Yeah, Mooch is like the devil on Trump's shoulder He can't really say all that stuff And he just comes out and say it, says it I think the more people he hires for positions like this, and, and to, he's insulating himself. You notice he doesn't come out as much, or does he? Maybe he does. He's got the mooch, man. Who, who the, Trump or mooch? I think Trump ha wakes up in the morning and goes, okay, I'm going to insulate myself and let these guys talk for yeah. me, this crazy stuff. And then by the afternoon, it sats off to Larry, and he's just like, you know, he's, he's like, all right, forget that idea. Right. He's like a squirrel. The mooch continues. And Melania's like, I told you, give him decaf. <laughs> <laughs> it was Squirrel. an abortion, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> an abortion. It was like our marriage. It was a son. She was only 16 was years old. <laughs> <laughs> she was young. She was beautiful. Oh, man. It's a microphone technique already. Blowback. The mooch continued, uh, I'm not Steve that. Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own cock oh. here. When reached for comment by TRNN, Mooch promptly told us to eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I'm turned on. Is this a recent interview? Steve Bannon replied, Cock. physically impossible and morally suspect. Cock. Two days ago, Mario. <laughs> I don't know what I did with the other. Eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> That's the Mooch on the phone. All right, you know I have to print this, right? Eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care. We've got an exclusive with the Mooch on line nine. <laughs> Anthony Scaramucci, Long Island's own. The pride of Long Island. <laughs> the pride of Ronkonkoma's. <laughs> Where in R Long Island is he from? I don't know, but yeah. Trump was in Ronkonkoma today, I think. Wait a minute, this chooch is from Long Island? Yeah. yeah. yeah it makes sense now. Yeah. Like Oyster Queens. Bay. In Suffolk County, there was a big protest. This is our newsman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to, he, didn't read the first oh, line. It says right here, Long page. Island native, right. It was, a, it was a great jump. He went from Bordy Bond bouncer to be uh, the press secretary. He was he was he was uh, running the parking lot at the Dublin pub <laughs> last I week. Want, I wonder if he's ever been to the right track in. Probably has. <laughs> yeah. Inside right the house. RTI. John, can I get a, <laughs> a tiny little bit of Mario up, please? Oh, a wow. touch. Just a touch. I this, have to say. If he stops screaming into the mic, I'll do it. This story is. I forget what Mikey's on actually. Oh. So there we go. Okay, try it. This story is out of California. 
A pair of band members from the rock band Kiss are apparently just as interested in merchandising as they are making music. Oh, boy. Mm. Really? <laughs> I didn't Only a pair. Here we go. I thought they were, like, you know, all about the music, those guys. <laughs> no, they're all about the meat sauce now. <laughs> the meat sauce. <laughs> Reports out of California. Smell this chopped meat. Is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> How's this look to you? How's this look? Look great? Reports out of California state that bassist Gene Simmons and guitarist Paul Stanley are... Bassist. Shocker. Bassist, <laughs> <laughs> quote. Loose term. Uh, are set to open a rock and roll themed restaurant in Vacaville, California, a small town outside of Sacramento. Vacaville. Vacaville. Come at you. Yeah. True story. <laughs> True story. Yeah. They both opened up a family. Failed, now failed, coffee shop in Myrtle Beach, South have Carolina. Have you ever heard of such a thing, Paul? <laughs> it's crazy, dude. They had a coffee shop hey, you in Charleston. No, wait, in Myrtle yeah, Beach. Myrtle yeah. Beach. Yeah. Myrtle Beach. It was awful. Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah. Kiss, fr- uh, no, yeah, Kiss Front Man. your refillable Kiss oh. cup. <laughs> your Kiss vapes. Guys! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Kiss Front Man Gene Simmons tells TRNN that he and Stanley intended to, quote, bring the party to Vacaville. By, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> by way of... <laughs> Opening a new location yeah, exactly. of their casual dining chain, Rock and Brews. They've been par- Can I get oh. a double espresso love gun? They're, they've been partyless for too long, yeah. those people. They're going to bring the party. They're going to show up at the ribbon cutting with the fucking sc- we're writing scamps. <laughs> There's Vacusville. more than one. There's a chain, Mario. There's a chain. Wow. You know, my wife, speaking of merch, bought a Tom Petty shirt. Forty fucking bucks, Tommy. Yeah, dude, that's what we get. Years, One bucks. for every year. How that's much does a shirt like that cost? That's what us merch men to get. To it's make? the heartbreakers. Four dollars, three dollars. So, man, talk about capitalism. Yeah, it's a hundred percent markup. I mean, a hundred times markup. Four hundred percent. Wow. Capital. Yeah, I, was at, I was at that Tom Petty show, and I'll tell you what. They Did you use, go? They could use 100% more fucking pre-1983 music. Oh! <laughs> Not sad. How was the Tom Petty show, Pat? I, I can tell you this much. I didn't need a 17-minute version of It's Good to be King. <laughs> <laughs> My wife I understand it. it's an easy chord progression to fucking fuck around on. I saw him in Hunter Mountain. I enjoyed it. I, mm. got, I got physically thrown out of a Tom Petty show. Well, Did how you? Happen? Shocker. I almost got into a fight. With Tom Petty? No, someone in front of me. One of the heartbreakers? No, nah, some douchebag. I saw I, two olds get into a fight. I got fight. the Charles Oakley treatment at the garden. That was he really? Fun. Yeah, oh, man. He deserved it. You got to go. I, I think with Pete, when you drink, you get a little fighty. Yeah, you get a little, yeah. you're, you're, you're trying to just swing yeah, at some fist. Yeah, little, what's wrong with yeah, you? You got to stop know. that, man. That's right. He tried to kick my ass at the Met game. I'd work on it, but I got a $7,000 deductible. So. <laughs> <laughs> deductible. I'll tell you what. Last night, instead of Tom Petty, I chose Regina Spector. Yeah. And, and I, I stand by it. She you went to see her? In, in Central dead. Park. It was fucking fantastic. What Tom show? Petty songs did she play? Uh, uh, she played Eek. You Any relation to, to Phil Spector? No. Touchy feely. Whoops. He saw Wink Wink Regina Spector. Touchy feely. She did have a black eye. I have I some tape know. of the uh, Tom Petty concert right here. How many of you out there are into older women? Yeah. So we got How many of you are into older women? Interesting. He, he, he sounds different. Some <laughs> strings were pulled and we were brought in. Pull this string. There was no... <laughs> pull this ring and bring, get me into the forest. Pull this string. He needs string. to cut off the cigars. Cut off. It's too good. It's but, good to be king. It's yeah. called fine wine. It is. And it's good to be a vampire. <laughs> it's funny you guys say a that. A child of the night. Oh, yeah. So take a, All right. We got, we got take it easy, baby. Make it last. Oh my. She's going to listen to her heart. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> it's pumping red goo. <laughs> Stop dragging this heart, right? Um, you might think so it's blood, but to me, it's food. <laughs> Damn the torpedo! I just turned into a Japanese man. <laughs> yeah, no, that was weird. <laughs> so, ten, so, so we're, we're we're getting there to get smuggled in. There's fucking ten of Smuggoo. us. 
Mm. And, and they deposit us. In? They deposit this us bit in, is free falling. They deposit us into the fucking. They bring us in and square us into the handicap section. Ah, oh. my so favorite section. There's ten of us all blocking people in fucking wheelchairs. Oh, I know that feeling. I'm here to see Peter <laughs> Wolf. Oh, now, yeah. there's a dude standing there. He had to be the guts of sixty, and he's holding up his cell phone over his head. And filming the entire show mm. like a bootlegger, oh. right? So four songs into it, this dude who was standing next to me was like 35. It's Snaps, a, who was with one of somebody awful, who was wheelchair bound. Get a tripod, it's an dude. Awful crowd. It's an awful crowd. And goes from the two of them wheel around and start having an actual fucking fist fight. Oh yeah. Oh, right? oh, oh man. yeah. So you gotta the, go. The wives jump in the middle of the whole <laughs> fracas. Whatever, everybody Bud gets split up. Fueled. He's like, fuck yeah. this. I'm like, dude, look, I know you're right. The guy shouldn't be taping the whole show, but he's like, no, fuck that, fuck that. In a he goes, gets security, gets that guy and his wife chucked out of the section. Take it easy there, right. Lance Bangs. So. The wheelchair guy or the video guy? <laughs> the video guy. Good. No, so the video guy gets easy Fellini. Oh. <laughs> so next thing, the security comes over and they're like, look, we're going to move you guys out of this section. So they bring us out into the floor and bring us into another section of the floor. Nice. We get to that section. The fucking asshole camera guy is there. So it turns out he's with us. <laughs> oh, no. That's funny. Exactly. Well, hey, what are you making? A rockumentary there? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I had a long day, man. Mm. You know, you know not sorry, enough, yeah. it's funny because not enough Tom Petty concerts have been documented, I don't, I don't yeah, think, over exactly. the years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm, I, fuck the Bogdanovich version. I want to watch yours. Yeah, the, the same <laughs> I want to watch your YouTube though. video. The same 30 songs three nights in a row. Yeah. I, I did check the list, and in 1978, I did see him at the Palladium. Because he was playing with Carrillo, Derringer, and Ted Nugent. That's unbelievable. And that's the only reason I went, and he was headlining. And I don't even think I wanted to be there when he came but on. But you didn't, guys, you didn't get Joe Walsh, though, right? It was like it was Wolf it's, from you, fucking Jake Giles. No, I see. <laughs> it was like yeah. a shitty opener. Yeah, was yeah. Wolf. Well, I wasn't even there for the opener. Yeah. I was at the bar. Hey, uh, Mario, did you, I just had a, <laughs> out of curiosity, did you give um, Ted Nugent a grade? Well, it was a thing concert? where Derringer played, and Ted Nugent accompanied Derringer. Ah, and Carrillo opened up. So it was Ted Nugent playing with Rick Derringer. Hmm. I did get a and slice I did, of AJ, I gave him though, a B. Nice. I gave him a B. What year is this? 1978, Ju July 7th. Hmm. Dude, he started in 76, Tom Petty, so that's I know. pretty so early. I admire your honesty. I did give them a B. I was on the hashish and other unnameables. Mud crutch. Listen, <laughs> we, we can all... We I just can, asked you what you gave him. We're listen. all musicians. I was on the mud crutch. Uh, we're all musicians here, <laughs> saw right? Not me. Ted Nugent on guitar at a certain point was decent. Oh, at 78, he was uh, finger licking good, Here man. We go. yeah. It was 1978. At a certain point, at a certain point Ted he Nugent. was decent. I'm Allison Steele with the Woodstock Minute. <laughs> Coming out of Dearborn. <laughs> Allison Steele, the Nightbird. <laughs> it's funny you guys say that because the restaurant. Stranguhole. Which will be marketed. <laughs> okay, tell us about this oh, restaurant. Oh, there's news Tommy. going on. Uh, yeah, there's always news. The restaurant, which will be marketed as a slightly rowdier version of the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. I bet you they play Stranglehold in there. You want some wings? They never sold as many records yeah, as this. Those wings are spicy. <laughs> Careful. Is it? <laughs> are you ready for the check? The song goes out to Sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you lose your place or something? No, I'm waiting for oh, the music ahead. to... I'm trying to be a real newsman. Yes, he's a consummate oh, professional. Don't touch your eyes. Can't never. read with a bed. <laughs> it, the uh, the uh, the uh, the restaurant will be as marketed as a slightly rowdier version of the Hard Rock Cafe. Is a monument to a classic and legendary uh, to to classic and legendary musicians. Simmons says, including Springsteen, Jimi Hendrix, and yes, even Kiss. Classic mm. and legendary. Oh, oh yo, yeah, uh, 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 by the way, Kiss. <laughs> 
<laughs> Entering the space will be like walking into a party that is already going on, Simmons told the Sacramento oh, Bee. Like hell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sacramento <laughs> Bee. <laughs> you walk up to the hostess. Oh, where's the hair dyeing station? <laughs> Just a, you walk in, and as you're waiting, you dip your face into a bucket of paint. Yeah, someone's puking in the corner. <laughs> There's like, a black paint, yeah. black paint, and white paint. And you, Excuse and you, you me, ma'am. Where's yeah. the exit? Unfortunately, <laughs> this party is populated with Kiss fans. What are the specials tonight? Quote: You'll be surrounded by pop culture, classic rock, and the soundtrack of your life. Simmons mm. told the Sacramento Bee. The chain is a product of the 2012 partnership between Simmons and Stanley. Mm. We, and we bought it all under our LLC. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like CBGB's in the airport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sounds like an injury firm. <laughs> Simmons and Stanley. Yeah. The soundtrack of my life. Where's the Fugazi? <laughs> <laughs> we approach this with m- missionary zeal. Uh, Simmons told the Bee. <laughs> what? We love what we're doing and expect... That's the opener. Missionary <laughs> zeal. <laughs> Chips and Elf is in that band. One hundred eight 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 kisf Are you injured? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a billionaire. You know, you know what never Simmons gets injured? Kisses untarnished legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of buying an iPhone, buy yourself some insurance. You know what, I, you know what else never gets injured? My fingers from playing bass. My bank account. <laughs> Quote, we love what we're doing and expect big, big results, Simmons big. said. Huge, huge, huge results. Huge. The mooch is involved. Everybody's getting in. Yeah, is, is, that's, that place is right next door to Vinnie Vincent's, right? It's like <laughs> the Olive Garden. <laughs> Vinnie Vincent's Pizzeria. <laughs> Vinnie's got the drive-thru. It's an unlimited breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> a tour of Italy. We're, we're going to change it up it's a little got, bit. Got Car- Carmine a Pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> it's V&V Pizzeria, but the V's are guitars. Get it? We don't have vanilla fudge. <laughs> We're going to bring it local here with this next story. <laughs> Listen, man, it's a, you guys laugh, but it's a step up from Bu- Bruce Kulik's. <laughs> Bruce Kulik's. The, Vinny, the Vinny Vincent, Bagel shop. The Vinnie Vincent pizza invasion. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Kulik's. Barbecue licking. I want the hot, li- hot licks wings, please. It's Kulik'ing good. <laughs> Fing Kulik'ing you good. You lick your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> this story is out of Brooklyn. <clears throat> oh, boy. He's Order like, up. Fuck you. I wrote lick it up. Order <laughs> up, Bob. Rampant chaos ensued this week after a rabid squirrel has been seen terrorizing New York's tragically hip in a trendy area of Brooklyn. That's right. The New York City Health Department. Right. tragically hip been through enough. Just Wait, what do <laughs> the Canadian, the, Even though the Canadian bands aren't safe here in the Central nope, Park. Apparently not. The singer's got cancer for crying out loud. Leave the band alone. Why don't, don't you work a zoo and stop bothering <laughs> The New York City Health Department put out a warning of a, quote, unusually aggressive squirrel. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> in Brooklyn. I saw that. I'm all wrapped up with. Uh, Calling all cars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped up with unusually aggressive people right now. Sorry. <laughs> John, you saw this? It was, it was the news? Pro- I didn't. I saw this. Did you see? I think that guy, I think that squirrel was doing cleans in McCarran Park this <laughs> afternoon. I think I saw that. Um, in Bro- Union Pool in Brooklyn's Prospect Park after the varmint attacked over five people this Varmint's. week. <laughs> I like that guy. Those squirrels rarely have rabies. City health officials mm. tell varmint. Tell Tyrion. They're, they're, they're on that bill that Mario went to. <laughs> it was Varmint. Varmint. Tom Petty. Varmint. Ring Derringer. And the Nooch. And the Nooch. Long Island's own Varmint. Varmint. With Mooch. The North Shore's own. <laughs> City health officials tell Tyrion that they are. They've su- rocked you from Bay Ridge. <laughs> Oyster Bay, are you ready? I'd like to introduce the band as the Mooch on the it's keyboards. All the way to Bay Ridge. It's all the, the way out, too. Islandia! <laughs> Syosset, are you ready to rock? <laughs> no. We're number one in Rock Number one in Levittown. 
Number one in Wontaw. I <laughs> said, Tommy Rockstar's new is Suffolk County's second best Ted Nugent cover band. Wango. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hey. mess with that stuff. That hey, Locust Valley, how you doing? Oh, Wango Tango. <laughs> that squirrel's a thug. He's got acorn to be wild tattooed to his arm. Please go on. <laughs> Hello, Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, Pank. Officials mm. asked. not going to get a crowd, Baldwin. <laughs> Officials. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> Officials asked anyone who, who's been bitten by the squirrel, who goes by the nickname Nibbles, to <laughs> immediately. <laughs> come on, come on, Nibs. I don't write this shit. Fucking up, Nibs. <laughs> to immediately call three one one for hey, medical Nibbles, treatment. Nibbles, get over here. Hey, Nibs, you play too much. Um, to call three one one for medical treatment. Nibby nuts. <laughs> The City Parks Department has posted images of the squirrel in wanted and, posters. Yeah, it looks like every other fucking squirrel <laughs> in the world. <laughs> exactly. He's in the post office. Hey, what does he have, a funny hat or something? Yeah, what is, what that 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 he has a bandana and has a tattoo, I Was that him. Frank? <laughs> is he gray with a fluffy tail? <laughs> he is. He's a you, black that's squirrel. the guy. Yeah. The perp is gray with a fluffy tail. Offering a reward of up to $35 for information leading 35 to... $35? <laughs> <bucks. laughs> yeah, exactly. It's time to cash in. But they're paying you in nuts. Where's the mooch? I'm snitching on squirrels. Leading to the to the capture of the beast. Thirty five bucks. It's only a squirrel. Meanwhile, there's eighteen guys just fucking with dead squirrels. Go, where's my eighteen bucks or whatever the fuck it is? I'm ready to get paid off big time. Parks up my thirty five bucks. Is Mr. King hunting the squirrel? I'm ready to get paid off big time. Parks Department spokesman Hank Fickler. Nobody's looks name like <laughs> Henry Fickler. Uh, angrily Fucking fireball. <laughs> <laughs> angrily told. Oh, it's gonna be some game. Ang- oh, angri- <laughs> angrily told TRN that the city uh, wants uh, this damn uh, critter caught dead or alive. I want that damn critter caught dead or alive. What is he? Elmer Fudd? Is he in a holler? <laughs> it's all growling. Because exactly. he's wanted. Hank is a dick. It's squirrel season. More of the story growling. as it develops. Squirrel. Mm. Very good. There's the <laughs> squirrel on the loose. Chooch on the loose. In related news, <clears throat> everyone loves the squirrel. <clears throat> Police say a Staten Island man went nuts over his Guilty. encounter with his own squirrel. Now, uh, this I believe. Yeah, that sounds plausible. <laughs> this time prompting him to shoot and kill the tree loving terrorizer this past Tuesday with a bow and arrow. Stay out of the oh. door. Hey, stay wait a second. Hey, that guy's wait, good. Wait, wait. That's L- talent. Listen to this guy's wait. bow and arrow. It's yeah, a- seriously. Yeah, stay out of New Dorp. Yeah. Sounds like Jason Lowenstein. Yeah. I want to see him versus Gina Davis in an archery competition. <laughs> let's let's be honest. A fucking guy who can take out a squirrel with a bro- bow and arrow is fucking talented. And it was Capadonna. Jonathan Manja uh, attempted Delicious. to... Oh. <laughs> Enjoy. Attempted to... Uh, admit, admitted to local officers that he, quote, offed the bushy-tailed creature and gave it... After it gave it a look that I took personally, he said. According to unsealed papers, why do you keep putting so many adjectives why, that you can't pronounce? Why were the papers sealed in the first? <laughs> <laughs> unsealed. Uh, according to unsealed, what was that guy's name? Uh, John Manja. Now that's Italian. <laughs> Manja. This, according to unsealed court papers, leaked to TRN. Manja said the squirrel was climbing outside of the house, but was not scared away after he threw rocks at it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the man, the stoic squirrel. Yeah. Wait, he could hit it with a bow and arrow, but he couldn't stone it yes. to death? The stone stoic squirrel <laughs> stood silently. This is a crossbow. The man claimed yeah, that exactly. after shooting he it... He went the straight from the Dark Ages to the Middle Ages in his squirrel-killing <laughs> technology. <laughs> <The> catapult. <laughs> he went from... And, he went from and stone, thus is Staten Island. Stoning to bow and arrow. <laughs> I'm Next sorry. Hey, Tommy, this squirrel story, I noticed that you buried the lead. What's the lead? You buried the lead. Oh, thanks. yeah, thank you. His it's next so plan of action was a musket. There, you buried the lead, and I think that's just nuts. Nuts. 
Thank you. <laughs> the man claimed that after shooting it, the rodent fled on power lines, running under a van, and removed the arrow him from itself. <laughs> fucking Tom Rambo. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> Police have the man for the younger audience. Rambo. First, first blood. <laughs> they drew first blood. Rambo. Police have the man under psychiatric evaluation, and we'll have more I'll on this say. story. <laughs> I don't think he's talking about this girl. Exactly. He, has, he has a bow and arrow on Staten Island. He should be under psychiatric evaluation yeah. regardless. Hon <laughs> honestly, 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 uh -oh. if fucking squirrels invade your house, mm -hmm. right. you have to call an exterminator. Correct. Because it's almost like a rat. Mm. Right. So this guy is taking care of a problem with a bow and arrow, right. and, and he needs psychiatric He's evaluation. under psychiatric evaluation. Well, we don't know what other what other things well, he has going on. He could have been just like yeah. screaming. At them. He was but wearing chainmail. First of all, you you, you don't you don't. <laughs> it just it just it just screams like wait a second. You know like this new country I'm bumpkin. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate, obviously, mm. but seriously. <laughs> Where you're from is a squirrel it's a fucking part of the squirrel. diet. I love squirrels more than the next guy, but <laughs> Bernie gets. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. Do you guys no, eat squirrels? No, no, no. They tear apart your fucking roof. Joe, do you guys eat squirrels <gasps> in South Carolina? No. Well, yes, they do. They do. Yeah. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. No, they Eustace do. Eustace Conway. Don't I worry, see him sir. on the mountain, man. He eats squirrels. Squirrels won't bother honey. you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and for my last story. How was your trip to Mars? <laughs> for my last story, this is a story out of Queens. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you applausing Queens or the last story? Oh, man, the news is getting think? shorter and shorter. What's going on? Six here? stories tonight. It's the longest it's ever been. Uh, a plaque honoring the late great actor and stand up comedian Rodney Dangerfield. Woo! It's about time. Will be unveiled next week uh, near a Queens building where he, the star grew up. A bronze Did sign. Did you see the guy painted a mural? And then the wife came oh. out, and she's like, yeah, that mural sucks. That's in this yeah. news. <laughs> <laughs> so that mural's fucking whack. Uh, which wife? Who, oh, you call that one? a mural? She's hey, better murals on something, something. The bronze sign. Balls in that mural. The bronze sign will first be displayed during a kickoff party for the inaugural Kew Gardens Festival on August 4th. In a garden located near the <laughs> Kew Gardens Long Island Railroad Station. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right, <laughs> by the railroad station, if you're looking to meet Mario. As a boy, Dangerfield. Hey, how about this commute? Hey, you go. Hey, I gotta buy my ticket on the train. What's this peak stuff? Is there a restriction? Where's the gun? Is there a restriction on that? Conductor with the signal, all right. Hey, where's the bar My wife used to drive a train. She couldn't get used to the front seat. They told me to queue gardens. I can't even find the fucking garden. I used to pull a train on my wife all the time. Oh, it's not easy. As a boy, Dangerfield lived in what is now an alehouse. It was a rough, I tell you. And went to. It wasn't easy growing up in that alehouse. My father tried to brew me. And went to Richmond Hill High School, according to Carl. That was a rough neighborhood. This, according to Carl Bananas, a local teacher in Queens. I was the slops. I had to go up Richmond Hill both ways in the fucking winter, barefoot. Bananas said a group of his students in Jamaica Estates came up with the idea to. Honor Dangerfield. When bananas. They, Carl Bananas. <laughs> what is your fucking Mr. Bananas. Chimpanzee. <laughs> Teacher of the Year, UFT. When, for parties. This one, they worked on a book about the history of Kew Gardens. Quote, they felt that it was important to recognize Dangerfield as an important Kew Gardens resident. Students reached out to Joan Dangerfield, the comedian's widow, who worked with them on the project. She's no bargain either. <laughs> I used to lay sighting. I told her. <laughs> you got to see my chippy. <laughs> I said, let's only smoke after sex. She's, she's up to five packs a day. 
She has lung cancer. <laughs> she doesn't get it. She died. She's deceased. You know, passed on. She's knocking on the door. The viewings this Friday. The bronze plaque will include Dangerfield's famous catchphrase, I don't get no respect. And we'll mention his career achievements in movie roles such as in Caddyshack, Easy Money, and Back to School. Another deep thinking. And Ladybugs. Wally Sparks. <laughs> Ladybugs. Meet yeah. Wally Sparks. <laughs> the comedian was born in Deer Park, Long Island, oh. but moved to Kew Gardens in the early 1930s. After his father abandoned him. Wow. When his, <laughs> wow He'd never loved me. You when can. he was 10 years old after his father abandoned him and his family. <sighs> That's right. right. He never had no respect. Must have abandoned me. Yeah. Yeah. What the news whisperer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Pat's got an advanced copy. Pat <laughs> with the reality. I came out, they slapped the doctor. I told my dad I was tired of running around in circles. He said, uh, shut up. Uh, I'll nail your other foot to the ground. <laughs> he turned off my mic. <laughs> it kicked me off the show. It won't be the first tribute to Dangerfield and Kew Gardens, however. Right. Last year, Italian artist... Francesca Toscana Robacci. Oh! Now that's Italian. From Israel. Guest height! Don't bang on the bar, please. Thank painted, you. painted a mural depicting Dangerfield on a brick wall in a park behind Kew Garden Cinemas. Although Dangerfield's widow later told TNN that she did not, in fact, like the mural. That's nice. And <laughs> that, gem. it's like the. Um, it turns out those jokes were real. Hey, the, that, like me that horrible uh, uh, statue of what's her name, Lucy. Oh Lucy yeah, that was awful. <laughs> She's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> braces. Uh, yeah, they decided to go for the Lucy Show era. <laughs> and according to this, that's the news. That's the news. Yeah. 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 That's the news. Best Good news job. I heard all day. Oh. Hey. Nice job. You persevered. Once Thank you, John Hey, that's Italian. Dateline, Chicago. And that's the news. 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 All right, that's the news. What else do we have? What's in the game, right? I think we have a game. A game? A game. We got a game and we got whiskey. We got a game, we got whiskey. Oh, it's a drinking recipe for The Ryan game today is brought to you by Buffalo Trace. These people better start paying up. I'm ready to get paid off big time. The Ryan game. Where we talking about? You got that big trucker money. That's serious XM money? Yeah, that's correct. I had to sign a waiver. Really? Non-disclosure. Yeah, she's like, just sign it. Just sign it, dummy. Yeah. Sell your soul away. I did. I got paid zero dollars for that gig. Thank you. you. Paid little time. They're coming over Monday to take your furniture. They're <laughs> <laughs> taking away my building pass. They're gonna take my thumbs. I got, I got, <laughs> <laughs> They're not screwing around those serious XM people. I got a lean. <laughs> I went to tune in, but I realized my car is built in 2017. Oh, yeah. Well, you can tune in. You don't have to be driving a truck to it's listen to the show, <laughs> but it helps. Oh, well, you on again, John? No. They just, they just talked about John, wallets for John 20 minutes. I think I, fa week. I failed the audition. I have, I have serious now. <laughs> I, haven't called I want you to back catch yet. you uh, every week. You know, some wallets have a chain. Some wallets are bifold. Yeah. You know, you, know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Some wallets do have rivets. You're right. That's correct. That's right. What's in the game this week, Ryan? Hey. Every hey. week, Ryan comes up with a game for ba ba ba. <laughs> I got each game. We got a lot of people tonight. I'm gonna isolate that. Seven, Ryan. Yeah, seven. seven. Lots people. of people. Lots of players. Mario's gonna keep score. It's an Already easy game. It. Very simple. Simple. All you gotta do is tell me. I'm gonna read a tweet from Donald Trump, and oh, you're gonna tell shit. me if it's something he actually tweeted or if it's a lie. I love it already. All right. Is it a real Trump tweet or is it a lie? Yes. Yeah. 
I wanted to play Trump or Mario, but I didn't think that uh, Trump I used Trump. to be the king of Middle Village. What happened? I thought it was too easy. Yeah. Oh, man. That was definitely Trump. <laughs> I was like, I used to go to shows, and everyone would come with me. And I used to be the king of Middle I Village. I, like, say one thing, and next thing you know, I had a virtual army. <laughs> so what's the game this week, Ryan? What do we got? What do we got? Ryan, are we going to go around, like, around like, each person you ask them? Like should that? we do that, or yeah. should we just raise hands? No, so go, so go, go in order. It's a little more civil. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Let's so play I'm the Ryan read, game. I'm going to read the first one. All right. Let's All start right. with John. <clears throat> yeah. It's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. We need global warming. Oh, man. Uh, so it's Trump versus what? <clears throat> versus Trump did, or not, did not he, Trump? Did he tweet it or, or not. did he it's, not tweet it? It's Trump, not Trump. Tweet, not right. tweet. Trump, not Trump. Trump not I'm going to say uh, not Trump. I don't believe not he said Trump. that. Not Trump. Tommy. I'm going to say not Trump. Pat? Uh, Trump. Pete, uh, no. Hard. Not Trump. I'm going to say not Trump. Joe says not Trump. Mario? I'll go with Pat. Trump me up. <laughs> Trump Mario up, he the said. The correct answer is Bob. Trump. Oh. Yes, Pat. Trump said that. It sounded wow. incredibly stupid. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to say I'm surprised. That's logic. <laughs> we need global warming. That's the president of the United <laughs> States. The leader of the free Are world. Are you kidding me? He really fucking said that? Yeah. Mm. This yeah. is, that's just mild. Well, you're the best. Depends who you ask. Pat, Pat gets a point, and uh, Mario and Bob in the chat box. Nice. Question number two. Tweet number two. This election is a total sham and a travesty. We are not a democracy. I like the accent. And he was talking about the uh, the uh, local zoo, zookeeper election in his hometown <laughs> of Flint, Michigan. In District Queens 2. Village. Hmm. John? Um, I, I, th I think he said that. I think I remember that. I'll Tom. say yes. He said it. Okay. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well. Joe, at this down. point, I'm going to say everything is Trump. <laughs> <laughs> right, we got a yes and Mario. I'm trumping down again. And the correct answer is Trump. Trump. Oh, wow. He said it. All right. I'll we take are, a we point. We are not a democracy. I didn't, know, I, didn't know, I didn't know he could spell travesty. Everyone except for Pat. I have it. I already it. have okay. it. And Bob, give Bob in the chat box another one. Yeah, good for him. Oh, <laughs> Bob and I are tied. Bobby! Question number three. It makes me so happy when the Miami housewives get along with each other. <laughs> I'm, no such a, I'm such a sap. I Watching love, finale. LOL. Don't judge me on this. Exclamation. Uh, I love Ryan's uh, cadence. It's, it's too many characters. Yeah. It's not Trump. It's, a, it's not a tweet. Yeah, that was I'm, reading it, I'm reading it in my own voice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John. What's your answer? That's not, not, not Trump. Not Trump. Tommy. I say yes. Trump. Not Pat, Trump. Not Trump. No, no way. And I'm going to say it's not Trump because it was a proper sentence. Not Trump. Bob says no. I'm sticking with Trump. The correct the answer is not Trump. Ah. Not Trump. Yeah, that would be praising women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's right and wrong, so I'll just say everything. We all lose. It'll be enjoying women for something else. <laughs> uh, we have a three-way tie. Four-way tie. Mary, Bye. everyone got a point except for me. It's you. early. We got 20 questions here. Oh, I know. Ooh, I'm no keeping track of the answers balls. as given. Number four. My Twitter has become so powerful yes. that I can actually make my enemies tell the truth. Hmm. Wow. John. I will say that's not Trump. Not Trump for jo from John. Tommy. I'll, I'll say yes. Trump. Pat. That is the Trumpiest Trump that ever Trumped. Okay. <laughs> Pat says Trump. Pete. No. Not Trump. Yeah, Joe. It's, it's stupid. It's Trump. Trump. And Mario. I stay with Trump. The correct answer is Trump. Oh. Yeah. Bum, bum, uh, bum, bum. You want me to do it? Oh, John, I'm reading your email. 
You're reading Mario's email. Oh. <coughs> Question number five. You bought movies from many vids? <laughs> That's not me. If everybody in the world dropped out of school, we would have a much more intelligent society. Holy shit. Wow. No. No way. Not Trump. John says I almost Trump. agree with that. <laughs> wow. You homeschool your kid? Oh, you have the charter school. No. For the arts. I'm a high school dropout, and I They seem well-adjusted. I would say no. You're doing not good. Trump. That Back. was some neckbeard on Reddit. That was not Trump. <laughs> not Trump. No way. Neckbeard is a guitar player for Guns N' Roses. I'm going to say it's not Trump just because it makes sense. Not Pete, Trump. what did you say? Everybody says said not no. Trump. Yeah. Bob says yes. Not Trump. Everyone not says Trump. no. Everybody's uh, is correct. Not Trump. Yeah. All right. Not Trump. Did Neither you give Bob a Trump point on, a, on the last round, Mario? I think Bob's winning. Uh, I got him. I lost track of him after the first two. Nobody gave me Give him another score. point. He's, got He's three four total. for five. He's got four points. Four points. Okay. So he says. All right, Bob, you're tied for the lead. Get ready to see Jimmy Eat World in San Francisco, my friend. Nice. Yeah. Right. All expense paid. Question number six. I saw them in Charleston like two years ago in front of like 400 people. That was a big, Great. That was a big night. Good the show. concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. So Trump. Yes, Trump. One million percent Trump. Trump, Trump. I'm going not that many percent, but yeah, Trump. <laughs> Trump. We're all going to say Trump. Yeah, that's, that's a Trump. Trump, yeah. Trump, Mario. I'll Trump it up. Trump it up. Trump, Trump it up is up. correct. Well done, tweet. Trump it up. What about Bob? It's a great movie. Seven. Don't um, blame Bob, me Bob said one. yes. By the way, Ryan. Bob I, got it right. Ryan. Yes. I really appreciate how you've tied in the political aspect of this whole episode. Political. It always works out. <laughs> Question number seven. Titanic 100 years. Wow. Global warming <laughs> could have saved Titanic. Oh Sad my. to say. Holy Jesus. shit, man. You know, this if you tough. made this up, the, you got the wording perfect because like, yep. the yeah, way you talk. Well, what, do you, what do you think there? Question number oh, seven. Oh, man. That's something else. Can you just read that again? Yeah. It's so crazy. Titanic. <laughs> I like how he's just Titanic. Like, he, he writes wow. like, a, a, what's Titanic. his name? Cormac McCarthy or whatever that guy's name is. 100 years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like Hemingway. Global warming could have saved Titanic, said to say. Wow. Wait, this is what he thinks about the Titanic? Fucking moron. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Not even questioning. Yo, I, I want to believe. I say yes. Because it has tits in it. Wait, I want to believe. Ryan, you say Trump? Yeah. Tommy. You, you have to footnote it say if it wasn't him, it was make up someone else who said it. I want to know who that other person is. It was Kanye West. Yeah. It's Mario. Yeah. 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 It was a four-year-old who was allowed access to his parents' <laughs> exactly. computer. Yeah. It was the Mooch. Rance Priebus is walking home from Brentwood right now. <laughs> yes, he is. He's on Northern story. State. Yeah, we didn't uh, talk about that. He got fired. Yeah, yeah that's where they, they left him. Yeah, out they there. left him on the tarmac. <laughs> Northern yeah. State. Yeah, he went, he went, <laughs> like Lou Barlow. He's on the Sacta Coast right now. <laughs> he did. He went. <laughs> like Lou Barlow. <laughs> he went to Ronkonkoma with Trump, right? Yeah. And then what, they left him there? He didn't yeah. come yeah. back from Ronkonkoma. He left him at Suffolk Community College. Right. Stay here. Right. Now he really knows how bad the state of He's our stuck infrastructure. In Farmingdale. Do it for Ron <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's doing Tommy anything Trump for Ron Conkema. <laughs> this is one of the toughest right. ones you've asked so far. Uh, I, hey, Tommy. I'm going to say yes because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> All right, Trump. Two Trumps? Tom, you said yes, Trump did, John, right? Trumps. Pat, I said Trump. I'm going to say no. Not Trump. Pete? I'm going to say no. I don't think you ever watched Titanic. Not Trump. <laughs> Bob says no. I'm Number 30 say, says yes. I'm going to say no because I 
think there was enough room. Uh, you know, he didn't think there was enough room. Titanic. The, yeah. On the, on the door. <laughs> Mario. Stop. Uh, if he doesn't Stop. believe in global warming, he won't believe that it could have saved the Titanic. Stop. No Trump. Too no bad Trump. it wasn't hotter out, buddy. New, newsreel. <laughs> Big ship go down. Wait, Sad. And the band played on. John, the correct answer is uh, not Trump. Uh, you never said know. that. <laughs> yeah. You made that up? Pretty good, Ryan. I don't believe you. Spot on. Something's weird about that. Ryan. Number eight. Not Ryan. Quarantine Africa. Why haven't they done so already? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Should have have, should have done, should have when this whole Ebola thing first started. Oh, right. Right. I see where you're right. Quarantine the motherland. He's been tweeting for a while before he was president. He's all busy. Yes, Trump said that for, for certain. He wants to build a wall. He wants to quarantine Africa. I believe it 100%. How come Anonymous can't t- hack his like, Twitter account? Uh, Un- it's unhackable. It's the greatest you've ever Why seen. Why would you need to? <laughs> <laughs> what hackable. do you think, Tommy? Hackable. Trump or not Trump? <sighs> Fuck yes, yes. Trump? Pat? Oh, that is so Trump. Trump? That's so Trump. Trump. Yeah, I'm in on that one. Yeah, it's Trump. Trump. And uh, number 30 Trump. and Bob Trump. Say, both say Trump. Trump. Mario? I also agree that it is much like our current president. The correct answer is not Trump. He never oh. Stop the audience. Yeah. Ryan wants to quarantine Africa. Everyone got that wrong? Everybody Everyone. Got that wrong. Yeah. Wow. But if he, he, if he thought of it, he would have said it. <laughs> you speak good dingbat. He does. <laughs> Trump fooled us all. We're all a bunch of losers. Good Jamaica number nine. states. Okay. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and <laughs> you all know it. Please don't feel stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. He's like the biggest bully in high school. Like, <laughs> you know, like, Bryce is not a cop. He just bribes, <laughs> yeah, right. Bribe the IQ guy. Does anyone think that's not Trump? That's to make it quick. That is Trump. Trump. That's Trump. 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 I'll say no, just to be contrary. Okay. Yeah. Mario. Mario, I'm with Trump. It is Trump. Uh, uh, everyone in the chat box getting that one as well. Number 30 and Bob. Bob was sailing along. Uh, number 30, you're so, I don't know. Bob has a computer score, in front of him. So. Well, number 30 didn't, didn't jump in until right, the right, middle right. of the game, so right, I don't right, worry about Bob it. Right, 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 right. Give number 33 points, and we'll take uh, it from there. Is this question 10, Ryan? Question 10. All right. At Katy Perry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Kojak? I watched, I watched Russell Brand, and I think his mind is fried. He looks really bad. <laughs> Russell is a total joke. <laughs> a dummy who is lost. John? That's pretty good, Ryan. I like your Trump impression. Um, a dummy who is lost. I love it. That's totally him. And, dude, I don't care what you say. That guy's funny sometimes. He talks like an idiot. It's great. He's, yeah, he, yeah, it's not presidential, though. <laughs> Russell, it's not it's presidential, meant Trump. Great. Yeah, it's reality show great. Yeah, well, that's uh, why I think it's him, too, because he sits around watching TV, and then that's what happened. Russell Brand came up on TV, right. and he fucking had to say something. I love it because Russell. He looks bad. What, is, what was the last thing he said? He looks like a dummy, yeah. a lost dummy. A dummy who is a lost. A dummy who is lost. That's Trump, I'm going to say. I hope he it's thinks, real. He thinks he has Katy Perry's contact information because he can hit her up on exactly. Twitter. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, he, he added Katy She's Perry. here on my phone. All right, I believe resume. it. Yeah. Tommy. It's funny because he's so enlightened uh, that, I, of course, he thinks that of him. I'm going to say yes, it's Trump. He's enlightened? Tommy. Yes, he's one of the most enlightened I'm people I've no. ever met. No. Uh, Pete. Yes. Pistol Pete says yes. Yeah, that's yes. Trump. Yes from Joe? Yeah. Mario. Mario. Trump me up, baby. Trump, Trump it is. I would never no. ever come up with a Russell Brand, <laughs> Katy Perry question on my own. Wow. Today. All right, Bob got that one wrong. Oh. oh Bobby. Number 30 Listen. got it right. Question number 12. Hey, wait, Ryan. Yeah. 10 or 11. I'm up. Can I that give was, the that score? Was 11. That was 11. Can I give the score up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. All right. Perfect Tommy. Timing. 
One, two, three, four, five, six. It's gonna count. John, one, two, three, Mayor, four, six five, six. Six fingers in one six. hand. Can you just say the number and not Matt count it? Walsh, seven. There you go. Pete, three, five. Oh. Joe Latex, seven. Oh. Joe and Pat tie for the lead. Mario, eight. Oh. oh, so it's working the numbers, eight. Bob. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, Bob says he has eight, but okay. I'll give Bob another one. Give him another Question one. Question number 12. Mary's a school teacher. I trust him. Is it the Neil Patrick Harris Show or the Emmy Awards? <laughs> <laughs> How was he ever put in this position to start with? Right. Crazy. <laughs> give me your fist. Give me your fist. Great game, dude. <laughs> John. Yes, that's him, man. Especially the crazy at the end. It's like, what is he? A, a, a freaking. Uh, In all caps. A beatnik? Tommy. <laughs> yeah, why not? Pat. Oh, absolutely. Anybody who say no, or you say no? It's crazy, it's crazy that Neil Patrick Harris would have the say no? Everybody say yes, Bob. Yes or no? Yes. Please be true. Yes. And yes, yes. Everybody says yes. It's true. Of course. It's oh, true. both chat box guys true. getting it wrong. <laughs> I never come up with the Neil Patrick Harris question. He's sitting own. around watching the Emmys. Bob got it wrong? Yeah, it's a number 30 as well. <laughs> number 13. <laughs> about the is this box. the Neil Patrick Harris show? Or what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> crazy. Number oh, this is crazy. Number one in the Western world. He's tweeting about his fucking Bobby Socks and watching yeah. the Emmys. <laughs> he must be so lonely that he's got no one Finger to talk to. Totally. Is this yeah. the Mario show? Or? Yeah. Question number 13. <laughs> and what am I listening to? The Mario in the, show? In I'm the much, chat box. I'm much like Donald Trump. <laughs> An extremely credible source has called my office and told me that at Barack Obama's birth certificate is a fraud. Uh, tr that's Trump. Yeah. Trump. 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 No. No Trump. No. Mario. Not Trump. Interesting strategy. Mario says yes. Bob. Um, <laughs> Question to, number thirteen. That went too fast. Bob, what about Bob? <laughs> well, yeah, it went too fast. You have to wait for the radio to catch up. What's man? Bobby googling at? Oh, Bob. He types hmm. <laughs> Bob, that's uh, not helping. That's not an answer. True. He true. says true. That is correct. Yeah. Ah, right. And the, the bets are winning. An extremely, and it, you know, very reliable source, and, uh, one of the voices in my head. And uh, Brian Musikoff's at that game right now in Seattle. Oh. Yeah. What? I, I couldn't hear you. One person talking at the time. Brian Musikoff is at the Eat game it. in Seattle, the Mets game in Seattle right now. Uh, oh, and they're winning. Nice, Brian. Uh, question number 14. Put a personality on Brian Musikoff. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. That's my new Facebook group. Win. No! Wind turbines are ripping the I got country. out of there like nobody's fucking business. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was out of And it was really? worse than the time I defriended Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I got added right back in like fucking 20 minutes later. I'm like, I want out. Brian should do Such an exhibit an in Seattle yeah. they, of all those pictures. You should just exhibit them in a gallery. I bet you they'll Some of them are good. Up. Some of them are really, really good. The like greatest the stars thing, you've ever yeah. seen. Joe, do you know what we're talking about? Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> All I know is every time I go on Facebook, Bald Brian is a suggested All right, you know what we're talking friend. About. Yeah, you made your bed. Time out. Don't answer questions. All right, Trump or not Trump, Trump let's move baby. on with the game. Hit me, baby. All right. About the Ryan game. Thirteen. And begin. Right, Mario. Thirteen. Thirteen. Is that the right uh, number? That we got. Uh, I don't Mother. know. Did you ever hear such a thing, Paul? Thirteen. It is. Wind turbines are ripping your country apart and killing tourism. Electric bills in Scotland are skyrocketing. Stop the madness. This is at Alex Salmond. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's true. 
Well, I don't That's think good. you know who Alex Salmon is and wouldn't make him up. So Prime yes. Minister or President or something yeah. of uh, Scotland, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, love. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. That's, not, That's that statue with the traffic cone on its head. Glasgow. <laughs> we both say yes, Pat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's Trump. P- by the way, yes. Pete, I-, I hired you for the show for your Scottish burr. Hello, love. Yeah. That- nice. <laughs> Joe, everybody says yes. Dan, do yes. you marry him? No, I am going to give people a chance to catch up to me because I'm in the lead. I say no. Oh, you're the only one wrong then. It's true. He said uh, Number 30 got it right. Mario throwing the game. Bob got it right. These turbines are tearing I'm apart your country and chopping up your tourists. These turbines <laughs> are killing your geese. Every time a plane tries to fly, it chops it all up. Question number 14. I'm so humble, it's crazy. I'm like the Kanye West of humility. Uh, false. That's even he he's a, just a hair Not more self aware yeah. than that. And he knows a hair. he knows Kanye, but yeah, no, uh, no. I'm gonna say no. No. Pat. Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no for me. No for Pete? Yeah. Joe. There's no way. Mario. I also say no. No from Bob and no from number 30 on the chat box. And what do you got? That's correct. It's not true. <laughs> not true. Not true. It's just a little too cute. I just, uh, just the, the, the first sentence. Right. I'm so humble. Right. <laughs> Question number 15. <laughs> I am being so I'm humble. so humble. I'm Everybody's s- talking about it. How humble are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm humble, all right? Just the, sen- the sentence alone is an oxymoron. Mm. I'm so humble. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a girl, a nice girl. Hey, we're, we're she was class. so humble. Yeah. Classy bro. <laughs> number, number 15. Nice. I am pain? being proven right about massive vaccinations. The doctors lied. Save our children and their future. Mm. John. <laughs> He's got my vote. Um, I don't even know what that means. I'll say yes. Yes. I'm going to say no because I'm pretty sure any children he ever had was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Or from sex. <laughs> Stolen from an orphanage. Yeah. Pete? Uh, yes, that was him. I'm going to say no. Mario? He's referencing his own son that has autism, but he won't admit it. And the answer is he mm. did say it. It's Trump. Leave Baron alone. Number 15, that is true. Not he said, I am being proven right about massive vaccinations. The doctors lied. Uh, Mario, nice insight. Save our children and their I'm future. A, I, I follow the autism. I should have asked uh, Dr. Rob Davidson what he thought about the vaccination. Uh, call him up now. He's still yeah, I'll call right. him up. He's, I, like know, seven you know he's not oh, doing anything. He's working the night shift, running for council. Where, <laughs> where did he say he was? Anyway. He's saving junkies uh, in, in Michigan. He's at a Grand Rapids. He's at a... Uh, Do it. Seminar. I have a Ryan Washington game question DC. for you guys. Do you guys think he's listening right now? Ooh, I don't, yeah, he said no. he was listening. Can we find out? Not anymore. Call him. No. Well, Rob Davidson's a busy man. He's, he's got to get back lives. on the campaign yeah. trail. Yeah. Question number 16. Wait, wait. What, I need the Bob report on that last one. Um, he's up to 12. He's keeping his own score. Don't worry about it. Did he get that last one right? Yes. Dr. Davidson. Not ashamed to admit I'm at my most comfortable. comfortable <laughs> spelled it wrong, by the way. And confident walking around a mall. Oof. Walking around a mall? <laughs> no, I'll say that's not true. I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. Kings County Mall? Kings Plaza? I'm going to say no. Yes! No. Pat says yes. Yeah. Mario? Unless it's a gun mall, I say no. Uh, Rob is in uh, D.C. at a cannabis conference. That's what he said. Bob says no. Cannabis, Anybody else? Cannabis conference. We all, no. we all answer. Everybody says no? No. no. We have a couple of yeses. Yes. Okay. The correct answer is false. He did not say that. Mm. Not Trump. Donald Trump did not say that. Number 17. 
If Obama resigns from office now, thereby doing a great service to the country, I will give him free lifetime golf at any one of my courses. <laughs> so, that's more than 144 characters. <laughs> There's no way he didn't say that. That's Trump. No. Yes. 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 Mario. Yes. Bob. Bob. Bob buys it. He says. Bobby. He's buying it. Number 30 says no. That's true. He said that. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. It he is true. He really said that? Wow. Yeah, of course. Three more questions. Remember, some of these go back to before he was even elected. Here's a, yes. And he could get a continental breakfast at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Here's a complete person I hate from the bottom of my heart, and I'm going to give him a free membership. What the fuck? Except he doesn't allow black people in his courses. Right. No mini bar. Access. Catch 22 for Barry. Number 18. Coming down to Ryan Seacrest told me Cole I had, 18. Ryan Seacrest told me I had to get on Twitter. So here I am. First tweet. I feel younger already. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my yeah. god. Wow. True. Totally. That's like Mario using Facebook, and that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already young. Tommy. <laughs> Where are my cards? Uh, definitely. I'm selling a Cadillac. Hey, call so me about my shoes. I don't get anybody's I like Did you yes. just say daffodil? Two yeses. Three yeses. Yes. Pat. Oh yes. Joe. True. What about Pete? Said yes? Yep. Yes, yeah. Mario? I will once again go contrary and say no. Number 30 says, not Trump. You have got to be kidding me. Bob <laughs> says, I think, yeah. That is false. He never said uh, that. Yes! Uh, I put this game away on the 18th hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sunk. Number 19. Mario, that's my favorite Congratulations. Mario. Trump speaks to you. That's the age he dates. When you got ah. natural Mario reactions, that's natural, my favorite. Uh, yeah. Truly weird Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky reminds me of a spoiled brat without a properly functioning brain. <laughs> he was terrible at debate. Wow. Oh. He totally said that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm in Send the tweet. <laughs> Joe says yes. Any dissenters? I only tweet no. at night. Everybody says yes. <laughs> Number 30 says, says yes. No. I mean my bathrobe. I only tweet on the, the cover. The correct answer <laughs> is yes, he said that. Ah. That is Trump. Donald it is true. Trump. I did send the tweet. Donald J. Trump. Final question. <laughs> Final question. Bob's, uh, yes. Rem remember. <clears throat> New environmental friendly light bulbs can cause cancer. Oh. Ah. Be careful. The idiots who came up with this stuff don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the idiots who came up with the light bulb. The light bulb that could last. Hey, you know those, those dummies yeah. who invented the light bulb? Assholes. <laughs> that ignoramus Edison. That Edison yeah. thinks he knows who yeah. his shit doesn't oh, stink. Yeah. He's really trying to suck his own cock. Mm -hmm. Um. You'd think he'd love Edison. He's another fucking ripple artist. It, yes, I think you're perfectly scumbag. fine with the light bulbs as long as you like break them open and play with the shit inside, you know? Which I, I'd like to do. Yeah, don't, don't, don't chew on it. Um, I, you know, I don't. Yeah, I think he said it. Fuck it. What is that music? Tommy. Oh, I'm trying to get who wants to be a millionaire for the final question, but oh. never mind. It's not working. What's your answer, Tommy? I'm going to say no. No. Yes. No. No. Number 30. Yes. Bob. Says yes, it's Trump. It is correct. It is Trump ah, who said that. Wow. And that is the Ryan game this evening. What a nut. Once again, so I go home with this. even less faith in this administration. <laughs> that was the hardest <laughs> Ryan game ever. I like that one a lot. 
And uh, tune in next week when we play Who Said It, um, uh, Richard Pryor or the Mooch? Or Mario. <laughs> Harry Reid or not Harry Reid. Because you Reid, not Reid. fucking Twitters. The legislation has stalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Reid. That's it's so old, Harry Reid. It's old child. That's so Reid. <laughs> Come together on this bill. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Good job. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Game. I'm touched. I'm touched. I like that Ryan game. Thanks for playing another wait, edition now of let, wait. the Ryan game. Who won? I have just tallied the results. Right. Drum, roll, got? drum roll, please. Look at this page. This is hard to do. I win the call because the question is moot. The screaming into the, the mic. The question is moot. The winner, I mean, the in last place, we have 12, correct? With jo, uh, Joe Latex. There's a 13. Tied. Pete. John Houlihan, Pat Walsh, I hate you all. and Tommy Rockstar with 15. Wit. And in first Wit. place, Two sharing wins. the mantle with Bob is Mario. It's a me. Oh. Yeah. 16. It's a me. Hey, Mario, Mario, I lost by a point. You did, Tommy. One point. Now pass me my liquor. All right. And the prize is Joe. nothing. Bob has won the Ryan game. Um, the guest always wins. And Ryan, you're out. These are the new rules. I'm sorry. I can make you my ward. Hey, John, can I do a plug? <laughs> yeah. What's the plug, Pat? I'll be playing with uh, the Gold Farmers Ooh. on uh, the 10th of August at Hank's Saloon. Hank's Saloon, downtown Brooklyn, baby. That is correct. I like, I like that, that place. place. Yes. Right, It'll be going. myself and Dan Dara of Risk Reward. Yeah. Right. Right. Barclays, Company baby. our friend Ross Bogich. That's Ross all. the boss? Make it rock and roll. August 10th. What night uh, of the week is that? That would be a Thursday, and we're playing with the James Rocket. Oh, nice. Very good. Nice. Very good. John, I got a plug. Sure. I'll be giving a speech uh, this weekend at my sister's wedding. <clears throat> about gun safety. Oh. Congratulations. About guns and roses. I have advice for I have wedding speech advice. I am terrified, and dude. I, I'd like to read something really quick. This is posted on Facebook by Dr. Rob Davidson. Uh-oh. Oh, 25 news. minutes ago, while I cannot endorse anything that happened before Sad. or after my hour. <laughs> I had a great time on Live from the Barrage tonight. Yeah. Thank you to Joe and the crew. Joe. Ah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oops, I meant John. It seemed like it was Joe's show. No. Oh. Next time I bring my acoustic and my harp, I've been practicing the times they are a-changing. <laughs> nice. Is that for real? Great wow. job. Wait, he, Trump didn't say that. No, that's that's Dr. Rob Davidson, congressional wow. candidate nice. in the second Thank you. congressional district singing. of Michigan. It was so a pleasure having you on the air. Please donate to his... Campaign. He's one of the good guys. They don't like match, but throw some money. 18 in. months from now, there are going to be a lot of elections. And the New York State Constitution, right here in our own backyard. That's right. Remember to say no to that. Please go to robforthesecond.com. Oh, and, wait, uh, one more plug. Yeah. And the, uh, the Gold Farmers uh, EP is up on Bandcamp and iTunes. Nice. nice. The Gold Farmers. Go get the Gold Farmers. Go see them yeah. August 10th at Hank's Saloon in Brooklyn, New York. You can hear me play tubs. Pat's going to be behind the trap kit. Anyone listening? I am on the record, not live. Pray for me tomorrow. I got to go see fucking fish. And I, oh. Yeah. You got a great write-up in the New York Post today. I need... Yeah, that was good. That was a good read. Pete. But just pray for me. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but... You're going to go see well, fish. I don't want to go, Pete? Uh, uh, you know... No, I, I, I do, but I don't. Pete likes know? the Grateful Dead, but not fish, Yeah. Man. So. Are you going to Mexico to see the no, Dead company no, for three no, days? No, 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 no. I'm not playing in the sand. Oh. Drink the water. Sounds fun. John Hulane, can, does, I, get, can no. I get that advice? Just oh. Yeah, let me give you some advice on a, a wedding speech. To Vamp. Think. Take drop acid. <laughs> Eat as many mushrooms as you can. <laughs> I got high in Vamp. Listen, hold the microphone right up to your mouth. I don't know how many right, weddings right, I've been right. to when the person has a, it's either 
too down their throat or they're holding it down here and you can't hear what they're saying. There's nothing worse than sitting through a speech that you can't hear. Even if if the speech is horrible, it's it's easier to sit through than nothing. What I had to do the the speech at Craig's wedding. Don't he's yell, like, Tommy, the, don't the DJ yell. comes over and goes, you know, the microphone. He's like, yeah, you know, speak directly in the microphone. I was like, I do a radio show. <laughs> that's right. Uh, if you know, sir, so that's I'm on the internet. Me. That's okay. number one. Yeah. And number eat two, yeah. you know, don't go on forever. Right. No. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. I found a, a teleprompter app. See, and he <laughs> and just did it. <laughs> reading and it And he just me. did it. Funny you say that. It's funny you say uh, that. Funny you say that. It's, you're still going on. It's what two, he's telling you to do. Tighten it up. She said three. Tighten up, Richard. Editing. Don't be the Joe Latex of weddings. She said three to five minutes. I made it two minutes. How's that? Yeah, that uh, like that's my, what she said. That sounds like my weekend. Ooh. <laughs> two minutes sounds good, Tommy. I think two minutes is good. Yeah. yeah five minutes yeah. isn't bad. Short, I mean, ten minutes. is fine. I've seen, I've seen a guy go on for 15 minutes with, nah, with just that. nothing. And it's like, and the people... Uh, we were sitting at the table at the wedding, crying into our napkins because it was so ridiculous. Like <laughs> yeah. crying, laughing, and crying. Like I just, want you just can't believe it. Yeah. Every oh, table was in hysterics. I give this guy the best wedding speeches, Tommy. Oh, we saw somebody people give pay me to write their wedding speeches. People pay you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the You're like a whore. Brad. The <laughs> my bro- yeah, I paid a bone. Listen, I paid to leave. I my brother's wedding speech. Now he's marrying somebody from. Clapping. From Texas, and I and half of them are Italian, and half of them are from Texas. So I'm at Russo on the Bay. Half of them are and Italian, I, and half of them are from yeah, Texas. Russo's on the Bay, and half, half of them are from Italy. And I say half of the speech in Italy in Italian, Italian, and then I go behind the table. He's I like, take out a he's cowboy like Phil hat. Collins. He said half of the speech in Italy, say, and then came jetted to JFK Stadium in Philadelphia to play the other show. Hello, no. I said, let me tell you. Let me put it in a language you can understand. I turn around. I put on a cowboy hat, and I say. Howdy, partners. Oh, my God. And everybody uh, went, God. And that's to my brother, Joe, who couldn't make it. Let's like, put it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people listen to the radio. So you, you know, you, I, you, I knew you were going to say something Russo's like that. You're not page, supposed Joe. to do that kind of Last stuff. And you're not supposed to talk about my not drinking either. It's it's not, none of these things. Listen, there are things in, in our lives that need... You know, no action needed on your part. Capiche? Where's the memo? There's no memo. You not Nobody owes you anything. It's implied. How do Shut I know? up. <laughs> How do I know what not to talk about? I knew you were going to do It's that. called Mind Your Business. I almost got out of the show. I almost got I got to go to Ridgewood. I almost anyway, got out. Now I got to edit that He out. was coming <laughs> to the show, but uh, last week he came, and the show ended inexplicably early. Yeah, it did end early, man. Yeah. And uh, that's why you need me, so you can curse me out all you want. But we're here till 1130 because I'm here to waste your time. Thank you, Dr. Rob Davidson. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Joe Latex. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, everybody in the chat box. And uh, did I miss anyone? Pete. Thank you, John Hulan. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Um, Yeah. Big, big guest next week. Big. Coach Dan Gable, baby. That guy's a legend. Thank you, everyone. See ya. Radio Nope. This is a sad fucking song. We'll be lucky if I don't bust out crying.
this isn't some kind of metaphor. 